Hallelujah. Did you enjoy the hundred campaigns? Is it fantastic? Is it amazing? Is it really wonderful? Are you glad that you are supporting it and making it happen? Wow. That is wonderful. Father, thanks for the great opportunity that we have in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. We have a few minutes before you start feeling tired. So... I preach until exactly you are tired and then that's the end. Because your tiredness makes me tired and I'm unable to lift you up. So try hard to be tired as late as possible. Alright? Glory to God. You guys are doing a great job. When I say glory to God, you say you guys are doing a great job. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Do you know the story of glory to God? You guys are doing a great job. I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. (laughs) Exodus. Chapter 3. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. Amen. One of the things you learn from this story is that There are circumstances in your life which are created before you receive the light and the revelation. Alright? And when those circumstances are created, amazingly, God will use those circumstances and will use you in those circumstances do you understand do you understand what I'm talking about what I'm saying is that Moses has married this odd strange woman you get it in his earlier years where he because he had been 40 years in the wilderness that's a long time 40 plus uh, how old was he when he went He was 40 when he went. And how long did he stay there for? So he was 80. He was now going to start his ministry. Ready at 80. Uh, Ida, 
when we sing the song next time, you sing it ready at 80. I'm trying to explain that sometimes you've already married the wrong person. Sometimes you've already told lies that you shouldn't have told. Sometimes you've already given birth to a child before you are married. Sometimes two. Sometimes you're already pregnant before you are married. So the child, the first child is for the boyfriend, it's not for your husband. Sometimes you're already in debt before the light comes. Different strange things. Look, there is nothing perfect about the world we are in and that you are in. And there's nothing perfect about your life. If you think you are going to have this perfect situation and so on, you're going to discover that and wait for until things are perfect for God will work in your life, you may never be able to work with God. So, Lord, I've already activated certain curses. Uh, I don't know anybody who has not activated certain curses, even in your heart. Yeah. So, it is in that background that God steps in. Amen. How many agree that your life is not so perfect? Weren't perfect as we speak now. Like you wish it was a little more perfect. Isn't it? Sometimes when you look at your, your temperament or your character or your uh, how you are, you wish it was a little different. But God is going to use you just as you are. I don't call you. And then sometimes when you look at your face, you wish it was like a little improved. And then sometimes when you look at your body Your body shape You wish For some improvements And it's wearing good at the time But remember that you are a human being Before you are a human doing Who you are What you are it's what God is going to use. Amen. So the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush is not burnt. 
And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called him. God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Draw nigh, not nigh either. Put up thy shoes from off thy feet. For the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the, the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face. For he was afraid to look on God. Now this is the next major exit out of Pharaoh and out of captivity. Out of bondage. Out of debt. Out of Pharaoh's severe rigor. And that is the call of God. When God calls you, when God calls you, right, you see the opportunity to escape the rigor and the wickedness that Satan wants to plaster you with. In such a way that you will never be a happy person in this life. Yes. I told you there are two types of American that I see. What are the two types? Those who have been here for a long time. And those who have just come. Or those who have not been here for a long time. And how do you see? You see from their faces. Have you noticed the two types yourself? Yes. From the faces, you can see this one has been under the rigor for a long time. Yes. Now, when God called me, he was giving me the great opportunity to escape. You see, It's not that you don't get tired in the ministry like physically or like you don't work hard. I work very hard. I work very hard. Yeah. I work harder than most of you. Than most of you. Even though you are in America. Yeah. True. But it's it's a different kind of work. Deuteronomy twenty eight forty seven. Screen man is gonna put it up there. You watch. <laughs> no, I met him after. He came to see me to bribe me that I shouldn't, you know, say anything. No, no, I'm just joking. Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness. Is he serving the Lord with joyfulness? Wow. And with gladness of heart. It's still work, but it's different. 
It's like it's more purposeful. You know, and when you know that you are doing something uh, that is really necessary and good, it's different. Even, even when I practice medicine now, it's, it's different. Now, when I, when I practice medicine, I'm trying to make a problem go away from somebody I love. That's, that's, that's how I practice medicine. There's a problem that I want to die. I want to fight it. I want it to go away. It's so different. When, when, when it's the, the other one, you say, like, you have to do this, you have to do this. They may sue you if you don't do this. So say this, do this, do this. Give the person two weeks, finish this, do that, come back, finish this. After Clear yourself of any liability or any question. That is different from I am this this thing should go. What shall we do to make this thing go? It's a different, different kind of practice. Because I still practice medicine. So when God calls you, He has opened a gate, not even a door. Wow. He has opened a gate for you to exit. And Moses saw the gate opening. Now, I want you to see in verse 2, Exodus 3. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of the bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire. And the bush was not consumed, which is unusual. Everybody say unusual. unusual. Say unusual. unusual. Now look at verse three, and I want you to underline. Um, and Moses said, "I will now turn aside and see this great sight. I am now going to." I'm, I'm just going to look at no, I'm not, I've not heard the call of God He's not yet being called But I will turn aside Okay To, to note I'm, I'm noticing something So I will turn aside I will turn aside You see some of you God cannot even get you to turn aside He can't even get you to just he can't even get you to notice things. Then look at verse 4. This is what the angel responded. When the Lord saw that he turned aside to see. You see? When the Lord saw that he turned aside to see. When the Lord saw that he has caught his attention. Do you see? So calling has, if you like, two phases. To get your attention first. And then to call you. So most of the time, God cannot get our attention. Now, there are many things that happen to get our attention, but we don't notice. One of the things that, ha- one of the things that happens... So there are many things, there are many things in your life which are supposed to get your attention. 
And if you can't get Those things cannot get your attention Then you can't hear the call of God No call is going to come Even when it comes you don't hear Everybody say get my attention Get my attention Wow One of the things that got my attention Many years ago Was The state of Doctors Working in Ghana When I was in school I noticed the state of doctors Working in Ghana Yeah Like you are a doctor It's a great thing And you are working at wherever It got my attention I noticed it Like this is where I'm going This is my future Hey And when he gets your attention, then he can start speaking to you. Look, your mind, uh, I, I know that most of you are hoping for some great spiritual experience. When you are having certain thoughts, you are having a spiritual experience. Like you are expecting to see an angel. Look, let me tell you something. One of the most spiritual experiences you will ever have is certain thoughts coming to your mind. The Bible says, and the Holy Spirit will bring to your remembrance. Thoughts are spirits. Always remember that. Thoughts are spirits. That's why it says, casting down imaginations. Thoughts are spirits. So when a thought is in your mind, a spirit is in your mind. Yes. Like I want to see an angel, want to do this, want to... Then we... I'm still waiting for my angel experience. People see angels around me quite often. But for me to see the angel, this is what we are waiting for. (laughs) This is what we are all waiting for. Will I say that I will not write a book? Will I say that I will not preach? When I say that I'm not called No Blessed is he who has not seen And yet he believes So God Wants to catch Your attention God wants to get your attention God wants to get your attention Like he wants to get you to think Mostly about something You can Go to a church and have a church service and hear a powerful message. It's not the call, but the thing stirs you up and gets your attention. You can watch a Healing Jesus DVD. It's not a call to be an evangelist, but it gets your attention and starts to get you thinking. It's now that God is going to call you. It's not that he says, and when the Lord saw that he turned aside, underline when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see. God was God is waiting for that response, and when that response comes, then he is going to speak to you, and then he's going to call you. Then you hear the call. 
So I may preach and it just gets your attention. You may watch a DVD, it may just get your attention. Something, somebody may die and it's to get your attention. Yeah. There's nothing like death to get your attention. Death is a real attention catcher. If somebody dies close to you, it's something that really can get your attention. But you'll be surprised. People have these experiences and you still can't get their attention. One of the wonderful visions, I think it was a 1952 vision. Ah, I keep on saying the wrong date, so it's correct. It's 1952. It's 52, 52. So, 1952 vision, Kenneth Hagen, was the vision that, listen, no, this may mean the difference between your life and your death. That Kenneth Hagen had in, um, during a sermon, he was preaching like this. He said that, that time the tape had been invented and the way they recorded preaching was they had a tape recorder on the floor by the by the pulpit I think by the microphone so he was on a stage which was wood like this one polished wood so when he was preaching he didn't notice the tape recorder that the new tape recorder that they had just bought with a polished wooden stage so whilst he was preaching he stepped on the tape recorder also and then it slipped and he also slipped on the polished floor and and then he fell and he fell on his elbow like this and he got up and continued preaching. He was in some pain and he finished the sermon. I'm talking about catching your attention. Not the call. Catching the attention. Then after is the call. Then the after he finished preaching he, he told the person who was his host that you know my arm is really hurting me if it is possible to get a doctor and there was a a, a lady in the church who was a nurse to a surgeon an orthopedic surgeon or a bone surgeon or something and then the nurse called the doctor in the night and he said they should come so they went with his hand which was, I'm sure it was swollen very painful and as they sat in the car a voice came in the car and the voice says I will speak to you don't worry, your arm is not broken and I will speak to you about your I will speak to you about it so they went but there are people here who, who hear the voice of God like that but you are not serious from today you will be serious so they went to the hospital when they got there they did an x-ray and they told him your 
arm is not broken but it's worse than broken that it has come out it has it has this look this this dislocated or whatever and i think they did surgery or whatever right then so he was in lying down and the next day in the afternoon he was in the hospital on admission and he heard footsteps outside and he said from where he was he could see the door he was lying he could see the door and he saw somebody coming the person was wearing slippers sandals to see the toes and he thought it was a nurse the door opened and he said in walk Jesus yeah like there's this the type of vision that the spirit and the physical are like the spirit is on this chair you see the spirit and you see the chair there's another type where you see the spirit you don't see anything else only the spirit but this one the spirit and the chair this is the highest kind yeah Jesus walked in and he was lying like this and Jesus walked in and came around the foot of his bed and came to the other side and took a chair and pulled the chair and came to sit on his left side now I've heard him tell this story in, in many ways he came to sit on his left I say, he, said, he said I could have touched him like this and he sat by me and he said I've come to talk to you about what happened yesterday is it fantastic and then he said I told you in the car yesterday that I, I was going to talk to you about this but I said he never imagined this is what it's about how many would like Jesus to come to your room and pull a chair and talk to you that I've come to talk to you about your life receive it in Jesus name are you still around So, Jesus told him, one of the first things he told him was that instead of being angry with me for allowing the devil to attack you and break your arm, you should be thankful that I allowed him to attack you and break your arm to get your attention getting your attention can be a painful experience sometimes marriage to somebody for a short while can be an attention getting experience or a certain boyfriend can be an attention getting experience hey wow 
And he said, if... So he was like, he was trying to bring his mind to this. And he said, if I had not intervened and got your attention, you would not have lived beyond the age of 55. He gave him the age that he would live to 55. Now you have to really respect living and God. Life is determined by God. I know we have a lot of diseases and a a lot of reasons. But life is determined by God. He told Caleb, he said, but my servant Caleb, Numbers 14, 24, but my servant Caleb, who has followed me fully, My servant Caleb, who has 1424. 1095 dies of a plane crash. One out of nine dies from cancer. Yeah. And many, if you list the causes of death, there are several. We have hundreds of causes of death. Doors have been opened to these things through our mistakes and our sins. So, brothers and sisters, I am saying to you that. God is catching your attention. Even this meeting is an attention-catching meeting. No? It's an attention-catching meeting. Now, I don't know if you are. Is it, people's attention is caught, but they don't, they don't want to go further. And they don't, if they go and they, God calls them, they don't, they, don't, they, don't, they don't go. 
You see, Ernest went to Nicaragua. I'm sure God caught his attention. Are you, are you Dr. Nosh's uh, church member? Dr. Nosh? Yeah. Who is, who is Ernest? Who is nobody? Who, where, where, does he, where does he come from? He's nothing. But maybe when God caught his attention, he seemed to listen to what God was saying. But is, is he like a, some great person? I mean, some wonderful fire of something that came from heaven. He's just an ordinary nobody. And, and maybe God caught his attention. When did God catch your attention? Well, when do you think God came? When do you think God caught your attention? Do you think God, like, when you started to think in a certain way? Yeah. That, um, God caught my, caught my attention during the Chicago camp. Um, I was standing... At the back, uh, doing my NG police work. Yeah, he used to be an usher. <laughs> Even now, he's, he see that he always wants to usher people. Uh-huh. He's a visitor, but he wants to usher. He wants to usher visitor. Means that he's the visitor. Uh huh. And you are preaching about lift up the mic. That you are preaching about being a great shepherd, and I was standing there. And suddenly, it's like my eye got open, and I just had a just like some like I see that someone was speaking to me from the back. That why don't you leave and go somewhere and be a great shepherd to others? Yeah. And I remember that uh, after the session, you were going out, and I followed you, and you asked me. Ernest, do you have an American passport? And I said yes. And they said, oh, it is nothing. I said what? It is nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And you you said again, like, okay, I think that you can go somewhere with with, with that passport. And I said yes. So after I come, I I send you a message. And then you send me back, Chile. So I said, I'm ready. So even I spoke to Apostle about it. And within a week, I had another message from you. He said, no, because it's in Caragua. And I said, I'm ready. And I just left. Yeah. So, God catches your attention. Are you listening? God catches your attention and expects you to now hear his calling maybe maybe what he's even talking about may be more of him being called but it, it could be either but many of you God catch your attention so many things God is always catching our attention so many things God is catching our attention so many things God is catching our attention all the time. But we don't turn aside to see and then we don't hear the call. The call, this is the beginning of the Exodus. That's why the book is being called Exodus. It's called Exodus. We are going out. We are going out. This is the beginning. There's appointment of the leader and we are going out. And it starts with God calling you. And the burning bush experience is attention catching experience. And as sometimes you come to church and realize, no, I mean, this is possible. This is possible. T.L. Osborne, T. 
T.L. Osborne was sitting in a, in, a, in a meeting, Braham was speaking, and he said, This is possible. I can do it. Yeah. I can do it. Sometimes you listen, you know, some, look, look at like I talk about William Carey. Yeah. It catches my attention. I mean, when I read, I say, oh. I mean, because everybody, William Carey has been there for years. But hardly does any man of God mention William Carey. They are nobodies. But I'm mentioning him and even made a song and with his words. When I saw the letters that he wrote and the, the sentences, I said, these are, these are sentences. He said, let us either, let us not, what? Let us not what? Let's give ourselves, please, microphone. Let us never think that our time, our strength, our families are our own. Mm-hmm. Let us never think what? L- let's never think Mike, nearer your mouth. that our time, our strength, our families are our own. Carry on. Let us dedicate them all to God and to His work. Let us give ourselves wholly that our profiting may appear. Sing another verse. Sing the first verse, William Carey. Let's give ourselves. Let's give ourselves. To this glorious mission unreservedly. Mm. Let us never think. Let's never think. That our time, our strength, our families are our own. Mm. Let us dedicate them all. To God and to his work Let us give ourselves holy That our profiting may appear Ready at 20 <laughs> Ready at 80 You will get for 80 <laughs> Adoniram Okay, two Are we justified in staying here? While so many are perishing, justified in staying here while so many are perishing, without means of grace in other lands, without means of grace in other lands, we must take every chance of doing good to the lost. We must take every chance of doing good to the lost. It's written, I can show you where it's written. We'll be laboring, traveling day and night. Next one. God is gracious. God is gracious. Do not run away from him. This is Adoniram. A few more days. A few more days. And our work down here will be done. When it's done, it's done for eternity. Hey! When it's done, it's done for eternity. Your life spent is irrevocable. Your life spent is irrevocable. You can't, you can't change it or cancel it. You can't cancel your life. When you arrive in heaven, you land like it. Hey! I'm here! Your life is irrevocable. You can't change things. It remains to be contemplated, yeah. 
Through all eternity, ready at 18. I'll be ready at 20, ready for the war. Surely it is worthwhile. Surely it is worthwhile. To push ourselves with all our might. To push ourselves. You see, these are. It catches me. It, it catches my attention. It is my calling. It catches my attention. Surely it is worthwhile to push ourselves. In promoting the gospel and the kingdom of our Christ, ready at 20. I'll be ready at 20, ready for the war. I don't even. God is gracious. Do not run away from him. Which is all that people are doing. Running away from him. Running away. Running away. Running away. Running away. Running. When God is calling, oh, God wants my money. God wants to take my life. God wants to whatever. As for you, you may whatever. God wants to do. God wants. He wants to spoil my family. A few more days. And our work down here will be done. When it's done, it's done for eternity. Your life spent is irrevocable. It remains to be contemplated here. Through all eternity, ready at 20. I'll be ready at 20, ready for the war. We must instruct, we must teach, exhort, rebuke, and preach the word. God is catching some people's attention even with the song. He's catching your attention even with the song. But you won't turn. But you won't turn. Go on. With all long suffering. You know, when the Holy Spirit is moving, everybody around should be careful and sensitive not to disturb or disrupt what God is saying. You see, otherwise it's, it's like an evil thing. You are rather distracting all this movement, this, 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 everything. Be careful whenever I'm ministering. I don't like disturbances around me. Go on. And an anxious desire for the lost. Because I'm not joking. It's a song, but I'm, it's all my life. There's no joke in anything I'm doing. When I'm joking, you, I'll tell you that this part is a joke. Go on. We must be instant in prayer for the pouring out of the sweet Holy Spirit upon all the people ready at 20. I'll be ready at 20, ready for the war. Ready at 20 is everything. If I have a car, if I have money, if I have access, if I have anything, is this listening to this that giving me everything? Yes. It's everything. I stood here in the morning and raised money. I'm sure we'll get about half a million dollars. It's from this thing. It's everything. 
is there's no joke anywhere. There's no song that is a half a minute of a joke. That's why I don't allow either to sing when people are dancing. When they dance, they stop singing. There's no part that is a, a, a joke. It's everything. You sit there in your poverty. When God calls you, you say, come. The burning will let me get back to my following goats in the whatever. It's everything. It's everything. The call of God is everything. It's like salvation that you say no. You can't blame yourself, you go to hell. Yes. It's everything. I say go out, preach the gospel. There's not there's no joke about his life. These people they died doing it. They died their whole life. And you see, you'll be a young person. There's a lot of young people. God usually catches your attention when you are young. You don't even know how. He's caught your attention. It's like, even if I die, you see that he's caught your attention. And he's directed your mind this way. Yeah. Even if I'm not there, I don't have to be there. It's like he's caught your attention. This is it. And it's like, it doesn't go away. It doesn't go away. You can go and go and go and go and go. It will always be there. Never, never dies. That's why people, you know, whenever anybody comes to me and says, let's say God has put on his heart to go to a country, usually I will never tell the person to do something else. If that is what you feel God wants you to do. If that is what you feel. Because, look, the calling is is supernatural. It is in that calling that is the escape. You see, one brother told me, he said he feels God wants him to work in southern Africa. I said, go there. I was sending him somewhere. I said, no, go to where you feel that is it. When I say somewhere, it's not, I don't know, am, am, I, am I God? That's why I'll say to him, go to Chile. The next I'll say, go to Nicaragua. Because I'm not God. That's why I said to people, go here. If you go, fine. If you don't go, I... Look, by the way, if you follow the call, it does... It, or you don't. It doesn't change my calling. Nobody can change my calling. Well, my calling is to encourage you, but ultimately, you answer and you can't spoil my call. That's why the Bible says, look to Abraham your father, and to Sarah who bare thee. For I called him alone, and blessed him, and increased him. Isaiah 51. You, I am called alone. I'm not called with all my pastors. I'm not called with all of you. <laughs> I'm called alone. I'm not called with Bishop Saki and Bishop Eddie. I'm not called with my wife. I'm called alone. For I called, look to Abraham your father and to Sarah. I called him alone. Whether you go, whether you do, whether you don't do, it doesn't change my calling. These people who are supposed to help doing this, if Ida sings, she doesn't sing, it doesn't change my calling. I'm not called with Ida to sing. You also doing your part can make it for your calling. And it can make it nicer if we are together. It's nice. And it multiplies the mantles. But my calling doesn't depend on 
Pastor Mate. Oh, no, 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 no. I cried when some of you left Ghana. I wanted some to stay to help, but my calling is not depending on. My first, my first singer is BDR, not this one. She's my singer, BDR, from the canteen. She came to me and said, my name is Henrietta. I said, okay. And you are from, you are, what are you? So I'm, I'm in school. And I mean, you are in the church. When I say, I know you from Achimota. I said, wonderful. What can you do? So I can sing. I said, sing. For my choir. That was it. When she left, I wept. Yes. I, I was very sad. But God didn't call me with her. He called me alone. Whether she's there, she's not there. This is what people have to realize. If you do, it doesn't change me. If, if we have 100 branches in America, or we have 60, or we have 30, it won't change me. Yeah, this is the reality. What if you give or you don't give? It won't change anything. That's that's the reality. It won't change. It's you. You are the one who is blessed. Either you join something, you you follow your your calling, you 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 are blessed to obey God. That is what can change. But you can't change some. I'm not changing Kenneth Hagin's calling by by following him and listening to his messages. He God called Kenneth Hagin alone and he's. He's working with him alone and finished and he's gone. Bless him and increase him. And if I want, if I want, I can follow the anointing. And it's up to me. I mean, I'm not called with, I'm just saying, me and Ernest, we are called. So it's like a joint unity. Accra, Nicaragua. What's the name of your capital city? Managua. Managua. Accra, Managua. Please, you, are, you don't understand it. You don't understand the call of God. Yes. Whether my wife what is part, whether she preaches, whether she does this, she doesn't, it doesn't affect my calling. It can affect my calling in terms of whatever. But that is my calling, so that two of us. No, 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 no. We are not acting a drama here. Look unto Abraham your father and unto Sarah that bear you. For, in other words, learn something from Abraham. I called him alone. Whether Lot is there, whether this is there, whether that person is there, whether Sarah is there, whether she has a child, whatever, I called him alone and I blessed him and I increased him. That's you too. Oh, that's called everybody. You, you might, listen. It's an individual thing. It's an indi- and I'm trying to teach you some because you see, when we talk about the call of God, we don't usually talk about the attention getting part before the call. But I want you to know that God gets your attention. Even a song can get your attention. An event can get your attention. So many look in Ghana, Mrs. Saki, uh, what Juanita. 
her death, there has not been anything in my life to get my attention than her death. I have her picture, big one like this, in my office. I'm the only one who has that picture. Bishop Zaki is not allowed to have that picture. But I have it in my office now. I will not easily forget it. And when she left, it took more than two years to recover from her absence in my system. And she died. I mean, we are all together. She died and left us standing there from a crusade. I tell you, to have an effect to humble us and make us afraid because she was normal normal and in just one, two, three she was dead early in the morning we were going to play golf she was dead attention getting attention getting attention getting attention getting A lot of things get your attention. And it's supposed to, like, like what happened with Hagen when, when he was in the hospital. Jesus said, you see, and Jesus told him at a point, I will not appear to you like this again. From 1952, eight years. 1960, it was the end. No more. You will be like everybody else. I will speak to you in your heart. Yeah. And he stopped having visions. That's, can Hagen stop having all these visions? Oh, I was like, these are fantastic visions. Eight of them, and I believe in visions. You can read it. One day, somebody asked me something. He said, "He told me it's, it's my birthday. Bless me with uh, whatever." And I told him, "Read, uh, I believe in visions." And I told him, "Look for the word 55." I'm, I'm sure he typed it. Then he found the story. He saw the age 50. The word Hagen told me, "You will not live beyond 55." I thought that's your birthday present. Go and study it. Catch your attention. Catch your attention. Catch your attention. Ah, you see, that's why God uh, blessed me with this mortgage thing. There were people that were with me when I was younger. I saw them, I was in the house when the postman came and brought a letter with a red underlined. Final warning. Final warning. You don't pay this by this. And then another person that I knew, different people, they saw the person get pay all this money. I remember he got a special job and he earned some thousands of euros or whatever. Went and took all and put it in. They still took his house. And like the last, those few months with the special job he got, he added all and they took the house and they blacked. Listed him, red lettered him, whatever, everything plus his. He shouldn't have even paid that one. Because whether he paid or not, they were still taking, going to take the house and they, and they took it. And he couldn't make it. I've seen it practically. These things caught my attention. You see, God was calling me to a life of debt free and financial liberty. So he was trying to catch my attention. Now, you see this one? I made it happen in front of you. Anything that happens in front of you, learn it. There are some accidents I've seen, motor accidents, that caught my attention. 
One of them, those of you who were in Ghana, those who you, you come from Ghana, we used to have an advert on TV to make people pay their TV license. And the guy used to act, some of you will know, remember that advert if you, if you were from Ghana. And the guy used to say, Daddy, why? The, the, like the TV license man will come to collect the, tea, the money and the father will take the television and hide it. And the child will ask, Daddy, why? Why are you hiding the tea television? Well, he didn't want to pay the license, something like that. That guy, Daddy, why? They went to somewhere in Ghana and they were coming back. When they were coming, they, they stopped the car by the roadside to buy plantain or something, all of them, the GBC people. So they stopped on the road like that. And a truck came you know, and cleared, it wiped the whole side. It cleared all of them. So when we started the crusade, we were teaching them with the convoy different types of accidents. One of them is this one parking by the road. So we don't park by the roadside. If you are stopping, you are going off. Because our roads are very narrow. It is something that caught our attention. Attention catching events. Yes. Attention catching events. And when the event is, uh, when the event is happening in front of your nose, in front of your nose it's happening. It means God is trying to catch your attention there and then about that thing. When I first met my wife, she used to talk about her father. And one of the main things, uh, she used to talk about how, oh, this, don't mind these people who have running flashy cars. This is her story. My wife can, you can call her about something you are going to tell her. She will start talking to you after 30 minutes. You've forgotten why you called her. <laughs> yeah. That's how she is. She will chat with you and then you've forgotten what the topic was. Like the real reason why I go. After you hang up, I call her, but you have to call back. She told me everything. So, these people don't mind. They, they are all these cars they are driving. It's all debts. It caught my attention. It caught my attention. When the father was an old man, and he started buying brand new cars, he had no debts. That's the cars we use for our wedding and our tenth anniversary. Each time he had a new Mercedes Benz, which we use for our wedding. I was sitting at the back as the bridegroom. <laughs> It caught my attention. It caught my attention. No debts, no flashy, whatever. But you are actually a rich person. Actually, you are rich. But the, the things that people do, you don't do debt, this, this, all those things. I learned it from my, your father. It caught my attention as a young man, beloved dozing. That's when it caught my attention. Up till today, I remember before he died, he, we were invited to his uh, birthday. It is something. We went to a Chinese restaurant, and I, and I said it there again. Lighthouse Chapel thanks you because my biological father. That's not how he, he was. That's not how my, my, my biological father was not like that. He <laughs> was also prosperous, but not in, the, in that way of that thinking no but it caught my attention today we are we we are called to we are called to a debt free genuine prosperity the first time I met my father in law 
he was driving an old car with engine problems. It was during the revolution. And he was intentionally not buying a, a car. Because these people were persecuting people who have money. So you never know that he's a very rich man. Very rich man. It caught my attention. And it was a call. It's a call to wealth. That's a calling to become, to be blessed, to be wealthy. That was the attention. I'm catching your attention to something that will, now it's a call. You are being called to wealth. Two weeks before he died, three weeks before, I had a call. said, my father-in-law says, come now. He has never called me since I knew him. It was about two, three weeks before he died. Called, I should come to Takradi. And when I went, he called, I sat in front of him. Then he started to talk. And he said, this is how I became a millionaire. And he spoke. But I already knew how he became a millionaire. <laughs> he had caught my attention. It had caught my attention. So I come and I, come, I preach to you, I'll tell you that I have only one prayer of shoes. It doesn't catch your attention. You'll be laughing and say, and why does Bishop say all this in that year? One pair of shoes, he's only wearing the Opera Square trousers. <laughs> why does he say all these things? I'm trying to catch your, God is trying to catch your attention to something that will make you a rich man. was called as a young person to be blessed and to be wealthy. Genuinely. Not show. There's nothing show here. There's no show. We're talking of genuine wealth. Look at the ministry. It's genuinely wealthy. I started here as if we are joking. We raised about half a million dollars just we are just standing here. Yes. Are you two coming? Oh yes. And it's even part. One day we'll have a meeting. You see that we have raised one million dollars. We're just sitting there. It will happen practically. When I watched the television and I saw Oko, when I saw the prisoners sweating, fanning themselves like this. Fanning themselves, shaking. God was catching my attention. I don't know why he was catching my attention. Prisoners have always caught my attention. The day I visited my father in prison, I saw, but not only, not, that was not even what caught my attention. I don't know why, but I think it caught my attention. This scripture, and even Keith Green's song, the one we played earlier in the day, it, it caught my attention, the sheep and the goats. When did we see you? When do we, when do we, where, 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 how were you poor? Where were you poor? Where were you blind? One day, I went, something made me go around orphanages. Not that I, I, I've never been to an orphanage. I don't know what are orphanages. I don't have any reason to go to orphanages. God made me go through various circumstances to orphanages. I went to the main orphanages in Ghana 
I drove at midnight. I arrived at an orphanage in Obwasi at 1 a.m. A white lady, an Australian woman, was running an orphanage there. She welcomed us in the middle of the night with a candle. I drove from Obwasi to Takrade. I got around 4 a.m., 5 a.m. I went to different orphanages. God was introducing me to a world. Was catching. Today we are building the largest orphanage in Ghana. It's almost completed. It's almost completed. Yes. Is catching your attention. And it's probably related to your calling. And he's about to speak to you and tell you something about what you are supposed to do. And that will definitely lead you away from Pharaoh. Exit. Are you here? Burning bush experience to catch your attention. I used to tell my wife, your brothers don't appreciate your father. Yes. I used to tell her all the time. Your brothers don't appreciate your father. Your father is a great man. But you you can be in the house, you don't appreciate your father. But it caught my attention all the time. One time we went for a birthday party, you know, his birthday and then they will, they, will, they will say, oh yeah, you know, daddy, you, you made us carry cement, made us do the ha-ha-ha. They said, it's like they were saying something, oh yeah, but it's like it's turned out well and all that. But I said, there was something that was not as perfect as it could be to me. Because when I look at the children, I say, ah, look at this. This one's a lawyer, this one's a lawyer, this one's turned out, this one's become this, this one's become this. Hard-working people, hard-working. You have given birth to hard-working people. Prosperous people, all of them intelligent, hard working. Is that cement that you carried? They should be clapping for the cement carrying. You were made to carry cement in London. <laughs> yeah, it is supposed to catch your attention. When it catches your attention, you learn something from it. Some of you, you've seen bad marriages right before your eyes. But it doesn't catch your attention. When you're also falling in love, you fall stupidly into, into love. Stupidly. All that you've seen have not caught your attention to whatever. Yeah, It doesn't seem to you don't have any effect on you. Marriage is not easy. Life is not easy. The thing is happening live in front of you. And you are choosing exactly the same thing. One day I saw a certain sister. A 
and she was saying, you know, her, her, her father is like this, her father is like this, her father. And I told her that when I saw her way she talks and all that, I said, I, I said, well, you are probably like your mother, and, and your mother is probably some way. Do you know that it's very difficult to see anything wrong with your mother? Your mother, look, because you can be a very nice mother and a very terrible wife. It's a very compatible combination. Yes. You are nice to this and nasty to this. It's a very common thing. Yeah. And it, it, like you can't relate. You see, mothers talk to you. They give you food. They give you this. They do so many things for you that you can't. Yeah, mothers. There's nothing like a mother. They agree to everything. They flow with every plan you have. Charlie, it's so nice to have a mother. <laughs> My mother agree with everything I, 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 I'm doing. Supports me all the time. Oh. It's very difficult to see something wrong with your mother. But when you are not a child and you stand aside and you, you see, that's when you see that. No, it's not easy in the house. Especially if your father is very quiet in the house. You have to look at it. He has decided that it weren't good to talk anymore. Then one day, this sister who I told, she came to me after some long time. She said, you know, I think maybe the problem started from my mother. I said, why do you say that? She said, when we came, my father said, okay, you are going to be in charge of the choir. I said, ah, why should I sing? I don't see why I should sing. No, I didn't want to sing. Then it was a whole choir. Then you should do this. Then there was an immediate reaction. She said, from there, I don't follow what you are saying. That was the beginning. Yeah, that was it. But you see, you can't see it because of your mother. But later when you stand back, you say, no. Sweet mama. Not good. Sometimes God has allowed a divorce right in front of you because he's called you to a marriage that will never break up. So he's allowed you to see just in front of you this thing. This thing is how you will never experience this. And that's What do you think? So brothers and sisters, look, don't, 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 don't ignore God's attention, getting experiences. Young people, don't ignore it. You are tender and he, you notice One day, you know, I was with my wife. You know, usually we drive around in the night. In a certain town. I don't know whether I should be saying all these things. (laughs) 
I'm catching your attention. Yeah. We are driving around with her in the night. And then we came to a junction. And she showed me, she said, this junction, my father was married to a woman before my mother. And one day, she told me this, she told me the story. She said, he went out, some, the lady came, so this one is going to save her, but she's going to London. So she came, oh, let's go and see where daddy is. So they went to find where he was, and they were coming back. When they came back, she showed me the place right here, the junction. They had an accident, the door opened, and his wife came out of the car and died. And she was a student. The mother was a student after she came down and said, Oh, a man had an accident right here. And the wife is dead. Not knowing that that's your future husband. It's like things are being organized. Yeah. Hey! Exit. Enter the new wife. Mother of prophets, pastors, and wives of bishops and founders of churches. Hey! God is wild, though. Mysterious. Very mysterious. Like event. You see, I was explaining that death is always a spiritual event. Time somebody dies, it's very spiritual. Um, it means something is being changed. People are move out, in, out. There's a reason. Major, your husband died. Sorry. But God knows all about it. There is no accident. When it comes to a precious saint, yeah, it looks accidental. All of these looks accidental. Branham, Prophet Branham, can I take him? The Lord said this man will go before the end of the year, before the end of next year. God will remove a person who is at the front of the ministry. The whole year passed, and the next year came. December. December. Abraham was driving coolly in America. And somebody was driving his car and one of the lights was not working. The, 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 like, what do you drive on the right? So the light, the left light was not working. And Abraham was driving with his wife and his child. And the, the other car was even in front. And they drove straight into the car. December. And they said, before the year ends, he who stands at the front of the ministry of the prophet will be taken away. December. Yes? And it looks like the light was off in the car. And his wife didn't die. He died in Dece- he died December. And he was buried in April the next year. The wife was recovering from her. All these accidents, look at so how. So if you had come earlier, that you know when you somebody dies, you always think, what about if not this, if that, if not this, if that, if if it could have been like this, would have no no no. Let it your mother died on your laps. Yes. It will never leave you that experience, but it's God gave you that experience. It's a very rare thing. 
to catch your attention to take your heart you people when God catches your attention you don't mind him you don't mind him I've preached to you times I stood you know the day that I stood here in 2001 crying you know me I don't cry easily do I cry easily I don't cry easily I stood in the pulpit crying you can hear it on the message I think if you listen to it I was crying I'm standing I'm crying and I'm preaching I'm crying it was supposed to catch your attention why my son all the message my son do this my son my son I was weeping God made me stand and weep in front of you uncontrollably <laughs> it couldn't catch your attention Something should have told my son Joshua. He told me, Daddy, have you listened to that thing before? He said, I don't know how you knew everything. The things you said, he told me, The things you said in that message, you should listen to it. What is your life? What is your life? What is your life? Go and listen to it. Not today's message. And it was all weeping over this situation that now I've come with a new message. God is a God of 17 chances. Let my people go. Now that God has caught your attention, now he starts to call you. Look, the commonest call is a thought in your heart that doesn't go that's it I'll tell you I don't want to I don't want to play games angels and all this it's nice if you see an angel Louisa it would be wonderful but I tell you there are thoughts that they don't go away yeah you can't shake it off do you know where people come from Lots of people you see around, they come from, because God calls a man alone, there are several options for the person to be with. William Carey, his first wife, what is her name? Um, Dolly. Hey, she was six years older than him. He was eight, 18 or 19. He married her, she was 25. So, so troubles. She said she wouldn't go to any mission and it was Dr. Thomas, a doctor, medical doctor, who came up, talked to her and everything and then she finally agreed. They went. So many problems. When God blessed him with a job at a place as a printer, she said she wouldn't go. But meanwhile, that was the best opportunity. They got on a boat, eventually went complaining, complaining. Then she started accusing him. Of everything. She said she's in love with he's in love with Dr. Thomas's wife. She's in love with he's in love with the maid servant. He's in love with everybody at a point. And he wrote, he said, Look, it is the most I mean difficult thing of his life is his wife and his wife's sister. Oh. Then she died. When she died, there was a Danish woman. Who had also come to India. She has some skin disease. And they said if she comes to India. It will help the skin. Whatever. So she was living next the next door. Six months and he married her. Six months. Oh. You talk about one year. 
six months, he just changed over and said, Come from your house and stay in my house. <laughs> yeah, come from your house and stay where? In my house. And he was very happy with this second one. And after some time, she also got sick and died. And then he married a third one. Mm-hmm. He married a third one. It's not good for a man to be alone. <laughs> He stayed with the new one, the last one, for 11 years. And when he was dying, he told his wife, when I die, he was 71, when I die, bury me by my second wife. The first one, I don't want to lie by her. (laughs) Even in death, I don't want to be by her. You never know what will be happening down there. Hmm. Our God is doing all these things. The call is just you. Whoever is with you, who has thought with you, it doesn't change the calling. William Carey persisted in his one vision kept changing people so some of the people you see around there because one is gone or there's a replacement change over change over you don't like okay this one like you don't like this this one like don't like this this one that's it keep on moving and that should get your attention it should tell you oh there can be a total change like this this ministry can carry on completely 100% without you and with another person whom you don't even respect or regard so it's up to you. If you like to do, fine. If you don't like, well, we just move on. You are blessed to be lying by and with the greatest father of missions. You see, up until that time, nobody in the whole church, America, Europe, everywhere, did missions. No one went anywhere. At, what's his name? Zinzendorf did. But the, well, the church didn't get the, it didn't catch the attention of the church. It was when William Carey went to India that he caught the attention of the whole church. After William Carey sparked off Baptists as, um, as Baptists and uh, what's the other group? Baptists and the other churches. Everybody started sending missionaries. That's why Adoniram Jackson was inspired to, to go. And he was American. Yeah. You are blessed to lie by the greatest father. That's why he's called the father of missions. Is William Carey. He's called the father of modern missions. Or father of missions, William Carey. You are blessed to be married to him. It's complaints from beginning to end. It's a problem for you. Enter the second one. Charlotte. It's a problem for I don't know. I'm just saying the same. He had three different people with him. Different, different. You come, you don't come. You don't come. So. Some of the people you see there because you wouldn't do this one would do. Many of the people who work with me, I can tell you the person was there before, and this one, this person was there before. Almost everybody who works with me, I can tell this job, this person used to do it. Person went, this one, that. Almost all they are like that. There's hardly anybody who is an original. Yeah. So when you are standing, you stand well. Because your job can be taken by another. So that should catch your attention and let you know 
you can be changed. You were in Tanzania, weren't you? I said, there's somebody else there. He's bought a land. The church is bigger. He's growing without you. Hey. Scary. It's attention catching. God called me. God called you. And when he called you, maybe you didn't even know what he was calling you for. He was calling to bless you. Bless you. He was calling me to bless me with prosperity. Bless me without... As I stand here, I mean, some of you, end of month, you think, I don't know when the month is ending or it's, it's beginning. It doesn't matter to me. Neither the church, the church doesn't have any the ministry doesn't have anything that the end of the month will bring something to us. There's nothing like that. Whatever we don't have, we stop. Because we have a lot of things we don't have money for, so we stop. When we have money, we, we continue. If God cannot pay for it, it should just be there. That's all. When is there's money, we continue. It doesn't, I don't have anybody I'm trying to impress. Look unto Abraham, the father. So please, thoughts, I beg you. Some of you, thoughts have entered your head, Papa. Uh, Yeah, 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 really, really. Some of you have had dreams, like Joseph. But I want to say this. Listen, when you are young, you see, I'll tell you, there's a difference between a young and an old person. I am not too old, but even me, when I see people at weddings, I'm happy, I'm excited, for them but my excitement is is not the excitement that I want to be them no you see when you leave secondary school you finish upper six and you see somebody coming to form one you don't feel like being I, I want to go back to form one and start all over again it's like oh no it's like when you see somebody arriving in America and he's come with uh, whatever I said hey you are coming I've been here for 17 years. You don't feel like going to start. Yes. He just won his green card lottery. He's arrived. Yeah. So, when you are young, certain thoughts occur to you. And when you are old, certain thoughts occur to you. That is why when you are young, you can have a thought of being called. That will not come when you are old. You see, like when you are young, you may have a thought of, oh, what a beautiful girl, Louisa. Ooh, wow. But when you are old, that thought may not occur to you. That, oh, what a beautiful... I want to be with you on an island. I want us to be under a coconut tree somewhere. I want us to have orange juice with ice. Hey. It's like it doesn't even occur to you. Those thoughts don't come to your mind. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Is it not true, brothers? Brothers, is it not true? (laughs) What is what? What is beyond the shell? What is beyond that beautiful face and what is inside? That 
is occurring to us. Yes. Oh, Nale, beautiful, Bachelet. Do you see yourself lying on a mat on the beach? Huh? On an island, just you. You and her drinking piña colada. How many young people can think about that? But many older people One day I went to Kenya We were having a camp In a very beautiful place We were staying in a hotel During a camp We were staying at a hotel where The man who owns Virgin Atlantic What is his name? Yeah, all those people had been there all those people they are taking pictures and pasted it the hotel, very nice hotel the rooms are tents yes you zip up the door and there are animals outside <laughs> yes you, you zip yes and when you are going to your room a security guard takes you because you may meet, like, you know, like leopards can climb up. But it was a very exotic place. I mean, okay, were you there? You were not there. Yeah. Very exotic place. Wonderful place. One night I was lying in my bed and suddenly the roof started coming in at a and I looked up and I saw something like either a fox or a junior leopard or junior whatever was walking on the roof how exciting (laughs) adventures Very exciting. How many young people would like to be at such an exciting place? But I took some older I took some older people to the place. When they heard after the third day, they heard that there's a resident python staying in there. Whatever. Yes. (laughs) They wanted to leave immediately (laughs) Then I I, We had some couples Some couples Mature couples Now there are children here So I can't see everything But they were couples They were couples (laughs) 
pain. What do you say? They know everything. They even know more than us. But there are things they don't know. Listen on. Huh? So I asked the couples. I, you know, they didn't know that I was, I was doing research. I'll just ask them on the side. Charlie, how? Yeah. Charlie, are you enjoying the place? Oh, yeah. Then I'll ask them again. You know, I just to, I mean, I'm just summarizing the question. But I asked more questions than, are you really enjoying the place? Uh, Bishop. <laughs> uh, old age has caught them. They, they, they were sleeping like wooden boards. Yes, no life. All of them, I asked each of them, they didn't know I was doing research. And I was saying, look at the exotic place I brought you to. Where is, where is Ben? Ben, is he, he's one of the people I asked. Yeah, his wife were there. This one. Come, he's one of the people that was there. I asked him, he didn't know I was doing research. He's a, he's a missionary in Uganda now. Yes, in Uganda. How many years ago was it? I think um, 2010. Yeah. Yeah. 2010. Six, he was six years younger than he is now. <laughs> they, they slept like, like, like the top of a table. The tables arranged like that. This one. It's like certain thoughts don't even come to them. I'm explaining something. You see, all that I'm saying is to say that when you are young, a thought of being called can come to you. That when you are old, it won't come even to your mind. It won't even enter your mind. That's why you must remember what God told you when you were young. And you don't have to say that that thought that came to my mind when I was young was like a thought of immaturity like in my, in my immature youthful zeal these ideas came to you no yes it's rather that certain things can come to a young person or catch you that go into all the world preach the gospel when you get older go into all the world go into all the world our world the world is very the world is too big look lord can we just be in the community here and just be prosper can we just prosper here so if god has called you as a young person remember it's the exit look at me from 25 i became a pastor 16 17 i became a christian leader and i entered full time ministry yeah. 1617, I entered full time and took the thing to World Cup. Yes. Yes. And since then, I've been walking away from Pharaoh's captivity. Yes. Walking away from Pharaoh's captivity. And humility made me escape debt. That's why I told you, I recommend you this formula for humility. I took the job as a, a laborer, as a pastor. Not that before. 
I was pastor of this state called Lighthouse. And I did the work in the night. And I cleared all my debts. Yes, I cleared all my debts. And when God told me and gave me that verse, give thyself holy. I had a business. And I sold it. I sold my truck. And I left everything. Everything. I left medicine. I left business. I left everything. And I knew I would never travel abroad again. Yes, I knew that I would never travel abroad again till I die. I was sure. I was very sure. And I knew that I would be poor, but I was very sure. When we started, one day my wife said something. I said, please, never say that we are suffering. We are, we are not suffering. Never say. No, you have to be strong. You have to lead. Women like a strong person. Women like a strong person. They desperately wish there would be a strong person to say, this is what we are doing. We are blessed. Yes. I said, I said to her, we are blessed. Never say we are struggling or something about the church. No, no. It's a good thing. And it has been a good thing. All this. My, I never turn my phone off in the night. You can call me at, I've for emergency. Don't come to say hi. So I'm calling to say hi. Don't, don't, don't do that. Yes. Because the people who are most important, my sheep, and all those that are under my care. It is my work. It is my work to care. If it is 3 a.m., you call me and I need to come, I will be there. Wow. Yes. Yes. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. You will get for somebody to even call you. Ah. It's like you are the last person they even think of, of, of calling. It's a blessing. Never say we are suffering. So, brothers and sisters, maybe you are just like me. No any special calling. Just this type of conviction. I believe it. I feel it. I want it. Look, I was doing A level, I knew I was fasting. I'll be fasting, I'll go and write chemistry. I'll be fasting, I'll go and write physics. So I, mean, I always thought I was surprised recently when I read that something about you need glucose to um, for the exams or for the brain to work. Because my brain was working without glucose. My brain works without glucose. Yeah, I don't know what that is anointed, but my brain was working throughout. Yes, fasting. Also fasted. Yeah. My brain uses ketones. It works for everything. Is it not amazing? Yeah. Fasting. How old is A level? 1982. 17, 18. 17, 18. Yeah. A level. I was 19. Yeah. 19. I was 19. 
Maybe I was an old man in the thing. You were 17. And the way you say 17, I say 19. It's like I'm an elderly, uh, what do you call it? I mean, it's, it's some way. So I've accepted it. <laughs> yeah. Now, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. 19. 19. It's not now. It's not like I'm now 50. So I'm hearing God is calling. Oh. That's why you see, I say to the fathers, don't sin by somehow inhibiting the young people from following something they are hearing as young people. Don't sin. Don't do that. Oh. Don't, I warn you. I warn you. Because the, the Bible says that thy first fathers have sinned. Yes. Thy first fathers have sinned. Hmm. Have you seen it? Come and come. Where is he? Come, screen man, Mr. Screen Man. Ready at 20. You are the screen, you are the screen guys. You are younger than the first. Uh, you see why God calls young people. What what do you what do you like on the table? Take what you want. You are blessed. What are your names? David. Kwame. Sing, uh, William Carey, sing, sing it to sing, sing it to them. Sing it to them. Stand here and sing to them. God is gracious. Do not run away from Him. A few more days, and our work down here will be done. Let's give ourselves to this glorious mission unreservedly. Mm. Let us never think 
She's talking to you, look at her. Let us dedicate them all to God and to his work. Let us give ourselves holy that our profiting may appear. Get ready at 20. Be ready at 20, ready for the war. How old are you? 16 years old. 16. How old are you? I'm 16. 16. Sing it for them. Sing it for them. Ready at 20. Are you justified in staying here while so many are perishing without means of grace in other lands? You must take every chance of doing good to the lost. You must be laboring and traveling day and night. You gotta be ready at 20. Be ready at 20, ready for the war. You must instruct. You must teach, exhort, rebuke, and preach the word. With all long suffering, oh, and an anxious desire for the lost. You must be instant in prayer for the pouring out. Of the sweet Holy Spirit upon all God's people, be ready at 20. Mm, Kwame, you gotta be ready at 20, ready for the world. Surely it is worthwhile. Is that Kwame and what? David, talk talk to David. Surely it is worthwhile. Surely it's worthwhile. To push yourself with all your might Mm. in promoting the gospel, David, and the kingdom of your Christ, ready at 20. David gotta be ready at 20, ready for the war. Ready for the war. What did Adon tell tell what Adoniram said? God is gracious. God will be gracious to you, watch and see. David and Kwame do not run away from me. Hey, you see now. This little video will be there all the time. This little video. Sing it for them. A few more days, David and Kwame, and your work down here will be done. When it's done, it's done for eternity. Your life spent is irrevocable. It remains to be contemplated, yeah, throughout all eternity, ready at 20. You're almost 20. You gotta be ready at 20. Ready for the war. Ready at 20. David and Kwame. You gotta be ready at 20 for 
the work of God. Now, 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 listen. Before you go back, before you go back, I'm coming to thy first father has sinned. But you see, some of you don't know. Um, in Numbers, Numbers, chapter one. Yeah. Notice of the children of Zebulun by their generations, not even from Bestari, but he starts all the way from um, from verse eighteen. He says it at least fifteen times. They assembled the congregation together on the first day and they declared their pedigrees after their families, Kwame and David. And by the house of their fathers. Who are your father? Who's your father? Huh? Okay, and your father? Wow. And by the house of their fathers, according to the number of the names, from 20 years old and upwards, by their poles. The next verse, verse 19. And as the Lord commanded them, he numbered them in the wilderness. Continue, 20. And the children of Reuben, after their father, families, Every male from 20 years old and upward, all that were able to go forth to war from 20 upwards. Ready 20 is the year for being ready for war. 20 is the year and the age for being ready to work for God and fight for God's kingdom. Go on. 21. Reuben, there were 46,500 of them. The next verse. Of the children, this is Simeon, Simeon's tribe. According to the house of their fathers, numbered them according to their put every male from 20 years old and upwards, able and ready for war. 20 is the year, is the age by which you must be ready to fight for God and work for God. 20. I was 19, I was fasting. I was doing A level, I was fasting from 20 upwards. And look at these young people, they know everything. You know sex, you know pornography, you know this, you know abortion, you know everything. How much more to work for God and to fight by 20? That's it. Look, go to verse 23. Verse 23. 59,000. The verse 24. Of the children of God. Every tribe, every branch of Lighthouse, First Love Church, every branch from the age of 20 and upwards, ready for war, ready to work for God. Ready at 20 is not just I've chosen an age, it's in the Bible. 20, ready all that were able to go forth to war. Verse 26, and this will have 45,000. Judah, children of Judah, by their generations, after their families, by the houses of their fathers, according to the numbers of the name, from 20 years old and upward, all that were able to go forth to war. 20, you are, you are going. To, you can't stay, you can't, even the U.S. Army and whatever, young people are used. Those are the people that are used. From high school. 18, upwards. Yeah. 
How much more to preach? We are going to have 20 year old pastors. You don't have to be, you don't have to be 40 years old to be a, to become a pastor. You don't have to be 40 years old to be a pastor. Ready at 20. 28. Of the children of Issachar, after their families, by the house of their fathers, according to the numbers of their names, from 20 years old and upwards, all that were able to go forth to war. 20 is the, is the cut-off. They, they will never call somebody like me to go to war. The army. Look at me. What are you coming to do? Press-ups. You have to be able to do 55 press-ups in one minute. Press ups, ready go. One, hey, 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 hey. you go down and come up. Ready, go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, is a soldier I tell you this is a soldier shall I call some more people to come and do this it's wearing good at the time if I call those in the front here it will wear it wearing good <laughs> This guy can be in the army. Yeah. He can be in the army. Numbers. Numbers. Verse 30. Zebulun. From 20 years old and upwards. You are not. God has not given birth to you for, for pornography. God has not given birth to you for fornication. God has not given birth to you to become a homosexual. God has not given birth to you for drugs. God has not given birth to you to do an operation to change from a male to a female. A female to a male. God has not given birth to you to, to become a useless vagabond, a thief. God has drink a drunkard, a drug addict. No. God has given birth to you to be ready for him and his kingdom for his war from 20 years old and upwards. That is all. Ready at 20. Go back to thy first fathers have sinned. Thy first fathers have sinned. Look. Thy first father had sent and thy teachers have transgressed against me 
Sometimes the father is the one who is sinning. And when he says first father, because you have a number of people that become your father, the second father. Maybe I'm the second father of the person. And the first father will say, don't. People that are working with me, when this one was coming, finished school, they said to her, don't do it. Don't stay with this whatever. Go. Take your time. Thy first father have sinned. First lovers here, let me tell you. If your fathers, your first fathers, don't bless you, it will be difficult for you to serve God. Yes. Because we also teach you first to honor your fathers. So if they don't bless you to do it, you just be jumping and just be happy people. But when it comes time, you know when I went to, do you know why I had a first love camp in, in the UK? I remember when I went, I had a camp called Why Are You Not a Missionary? There were a lot of young people, but all those people, they were just screaming and happy, but they were not serious. They were screaming happy like, That's all. But they were not serious. Now they are serious. They are serious people. Oh yeah. Young people. I have four of them. Four of them came to me. I said, what, what should I do next? I'm ready. I finished school. I finished this. I finished this. They resigned. One is a pharmacist. One is this. Young, young, but 20, 22, 23. Finish. Yeah, I said, come to Ghana. I'll train you. Come to Ghana, I'll train you. They are all there. With my, my own son is 20 something years old. They are all there working. I sent them to Madagascar. I sent them to South Africa. I said, go, let's do crusade. I'm training them. Some of them I sent straight to the Caribbean. Some have gone here, gone here. They are serious. They're the ones that are there. dead serious. You should listen to the camp. You hear their testimonies. Shepherd this, shepherd that, shepherd that. Serious. You people are yet to graduate to that level of seriousness. Some of you are just happy. Yeah, Bishop! Hi, Bishop! This high Bishop is good, but it, it has to go one step more serious, and your fathers must bless you. Your fathers must bless you. Yes, your fathers must bless you. Fathers, are you here? Are there fathers and parents here? Let your, you see, even silence is, 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 a, is a kind of negative whatever. So, ah, they say it's whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. It's, it's, it's nice. It's nice. That's all. But when it comes to John Hopkins, wow, yes, it's very good for your career. And then after that, you can work at the United Nations. After that, you can go to Brazil. After that, you can do this. And after that, and you can end this. Look, those people here end this and that and that. You, have, you, you speak like verbal diarrhea. When it comes to, when it comes to uh, uh, what do you call it? Secular. It becomes like verbal diarrhea. But when it comes to work for God, you have uh, uh, verbal uh, uh, da- constipation. Verbal constipation. Mutism. 
lie down. Tell them. For the last Let's time. give ourselves to this glorious mission unreservedly. Let us never think that our time, our strength, our families are our own. Let us dedicate them all to God and to his work. Let us give ourselves wholly that our profiting may appear ready at 20. Let's be ready at 20, ready for the war. Are we justified in staying here? While so many are perishing Without means of grace in other lands We must give ourselves and win the lost We will be laboring We will be traveling day and night Ready at 20 We must be ready at 20 Ready for the war Now we must instruct, we must teach, exhort, rebuke, and preach the word with all long suffering and an anxious desire for the lost. We must be instant in prayer for the pouring out. Of the sweet Holy Spirit Upon all the people Ready at 20 I'll be ready at 20 Ready for the war Surely it is worthwhile worthwhile. To push ourselves with all our might In promoting the gospel And the kingdom of our Christ ready at 20. Let's be ready at 20, ready for the war. Ready at 20. Are we ready at 20 for the work of God? God is gracious. Do not run away from him. This this is my favorite one. A few more days. This is Adoniram Judson. And your work down here will be done. When it's done, it's done for eternity. Your life spent is irrevocable. It remains to be contemplated here Through all eternity Ready at 20 Are you ready at 20? Ready for the war Ready at 20 Are you ready at 20 For the work of God? Are you ready at 20? Ready to fight? Mm. Are you ready at 20? Ready to serve? 
Are you ready at 20? Ready to build Mm. Ready to fight Mm. Ready to preach Ready to preach Ready to teach Ready to preach Ready for missions Ready to travel Ready to follow Ready to go Ready to instruct Ready to rebuke Ready to reprove Ready to uphold Ready to work Ready for all You may be seated. Ben, tell us what happened in, uh, no, this Ben uh, in uh, Haiti. He's going to Haiti. Tell us. Bishop, it's been very, very wonderful in Haiti. We, are, we started in, uh, on 20th. What is Haiti like? Very, very poor. Very poor. Oh, yeah. Can you hear him? They can't hear. Speak, speak to the people. Yeah, Haiti is, this is a poor nation. Very, very poor. Like, like any African country that you've been. But the people are very rich in terms of their receptance to the gospel. They're very, very flowing. And we have, we, they're we, very flowing. Yeah, they flow with you. You can just meet somebody and just invite them, tell them about Christ, and they just tell you they'll come, and they'll come. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you go to the bank, you go to any office, after you've done your transaction, you just talk to them and just invite them. And they say they'll come and they'll really come. If they are not able to come, they will just call you to apologize and they'll come. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so, although it's a poor nation, but I believe that their richness is in the people. Very, mm. very flowing. Mm. Yeah. Last last Sunday we were sixty five. Sixty five people yeah. last week Sunday. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Is it amazing? Yes. Haiti. Yes, sure. Were you scared going there? Yes, I was. <laughs> Look, yeah, because people started to call me that they felt I was going to Haiti. There's voodoo there, and this and do this. Do they do voodoo there? I've not actually seen anything personally. Openly. Openly, no. Not seen anything personally. Are there churches there? There are churches there. Mostly Baptist and Catholic. Baptist and Catholic. Yeah. Wow. And how many people are in Haiti? Ten million. 10 million souls who don't know their left from their right. Yeah. Bishop, when I was coming, one of the guys tested me when I told him I was coming. And in, in, in Creole, it's in my, on my phone. He said that 
Tell Bishop we thank him. The Bishop, no, no, so tell Bishop we love him. Because the government, their leaders don't think about them that you thought of them to send me. Tell Bishop we love him. And and how old are you now? Fifty-one. Fifty-one. Yeah. Wait. Ready at fifty. Wait. Wait. <laughs> now, what Haiti needs is a young team who will say, "We are going to Haiti till we die." We will be in that country for the 10 million souls that are there that don't know their left from their right. Yes. And we will work there and win them one by one, soul by soul, soul by soul, until we have won as many with our lives. Sing that part again, the first part. Let's give ourselves Yes, let's give ourselves to Haiti To this glorious mission in Haiti Unreservedly Let us never think Let us never think That our time, our strength, our families are our own In Haiti Let us dedicate them all To God and to his work in Haiti. Let us work in give Haiti. ourselves holy that our profiting may appear. In Haiti. In Haiti. Sing it again. Start again with Let's Haiti. I want to hear Haiti. Ourselves mm-hmm. To Haiti. To the glorious mission in Haiti unreservedly. Let us never think that our time, our strength, our families are our own. Mm. Let us dedicate them all to God and to his work in Haiti. Let us give ourselves wholly to the work in Haiti that our profiting may appear ready at 51. you had started your work in Haiti at 20, you'd have had 31 years experience in Haiti. Seven months is equal to what? 65 people. 31 years will be what? Yeah. 24,000 people. Let us never think. Let us never think that our time, our strength, our families are our own. Let us dedicate them all to God and to his work in Haiti 
Let us give ourselves wholly that our profiting may appear in Haiti. Ready yet? <laughs> I'm not sure. God is looking for somebody who holds his wife's hand. Is your wife there? No, no they'll be coming in June. In June? Yeah. yeah. We'll hold his wife's hand and say, Come along. We are going to Haiti. We won't die. I like the way Ernest put it. We will not die. Your children will not die if they don't go to school in America. They will not die. Is that not what you said? They will not die if they don't go to school in America. And there's Payless there, and there's uh, what else? <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> Do you have McDonald's in uh, Haiti? No. No McDonald's. No. What about KFC? No. Uh, what about Payless? No. <laughs> Do you have conflicts there? Conflicts? Conf- yeah, they have conflicts. Conflicts. They have giants. They stock of giants. So, they have giants, yes. Giants. Is it in America? Yeah, yeah. They have giants. So they Haiti. have conflicts. All those American food, you can get them to buy there. Yeah. Wow. Can I have one young man, just one young man, who's ready at 20? Hey. All right. Go and pick one young girl and come. Pick one young girl and come. Hold her hand. Hold her hand. Hold her hand. He was supposed to come and pick you, not that you are selecting him. Okay, no problem. You are accepted. Hold her hand. Hold the hand. Go and pick two more brothers. This is Aseda. Is this Aseda? Go and pick two brothers. Okay, come. Have you chosen them? Chosen them. Okay. Now, you go and bring one girl. Go and bring one girl. You, what is your name? Reggie. Reggie, go and bring one girl. Hey. Huh? Pastor Ben's daughter. Ah. Hold their hands, hold their hands. No, no, you don't hold this at all. You are the leader, come. And you're taking them. Hold them. You are taking them. Turn around, turn around and talk to them. Or you want Ida to, uh, Ida, you want to help, help him to sing what you, he wants to say to them. Or you can sing it. You can sing it. Let's give ourselves. 
stand behind him and talk to them. Come this way. To this glorious mission unreservedly talk to them. Talk to them in Haiti. Let us never think that our time, our strength, our wives, our children, our families are our own. Let us dedicate them all yes. to God and to his work in Haiti. Let us give ourselves holy that our profiting may appear ready at 20. You tell them, tell them. We gotta be ready at 20, ready for the war. Mm, ready at 20, ready at 20 for the work of God. Are we justified in staying here? You're telling them. While so many are perishing in Haiti, without means of grace in Haiti. We must take every chance of doing good uh, This to wife is laughing too much. This is a very serious thing. I don't know whether you are ready for such a meeting. Uh, change her. Change her. Change her. She's, she's laughing. I mean, a very serious... No, we, we see we don't want any disasters on the field. Okay. Yeah, because they, they, they don't they don't do it. It's a serious thing. Boy, whereas when you get there, you say, I'm going back to America. I can't stand this Haiti, whatever, whatever. We are dying here. I don't I don't want it. Continue. Are we justified in staying here while so many are perishing in Haiti? Without means of grace in Haiti, we must take every chance of doing good to the lost in Haiti. We will be laboring, we will be traveling day and night. Ready at 20, are we ready at 20, ready for the war? Surely it is worthwhile to push ourselves with all our might in promoting the gospel in Haiti and the kingdom of our Christ ready at 20. We'll be ready at 20 for the work of God. Pause. This is prosperity. You see, you will not see it all. This is this is this is riches. But you see, if you look with your natural eye, it looks as though if you were going, if these are your children. Because why people saw that their children had come here? But this type of drama they can easily happen. So when people saw that their children, they said that, hey, is that what it means? My child is going to instead of having a good career, a good life, whatever, is going to hate it to do what? This thing, is it not madness? Are we not following something crazy? Yes. This is it. This is it. This is it. This is it.
Finish, finish the exhortation and you can say God that. is gracious. The last, the last point. Uh, tell them you want to make a last point to them and then they can. God is gracious. Do not run away from him. A few more days. I said I'd be laying hands on them. I'd be laying hands on them. And yeah, yeah. our work down here will be and done. And lay hands on your wife as well. Yes. When it's done, it's done for eternity. Your life spent is irrevocable. It remains to be contemplated yeah. Through all eternity, ready at twenty. We'll be ready at twenty, ready for the war. Ready at twenty. We'll be ready at twenty for the work of God. Mm-hmm. We'll be ready. Let them stand up now. Let them stand up. Continue, Ida. Ready and hug them. The I said, I've hug them. Hug oh, all of them. Thanking them. We'll be ready. No, hug them one, one at a One at a time. We'll be ready. No, I said, I is hugging you. You don't all hug yourself. Ready to serve. I stand there humbly. He's coming around to hug you. We'll be ready at 20. Hug your wife also. Ready for Haiti. We'll be ready at 20. Ready to preach. Ready to teach. Ready to go. Ready to travel. Ready to build. Ready to witness. Ready to pray. And ready to fast. Ready to counsel. Ready to follow. Ready for war. I'm ready to fight. Ready How to many fight. would like to see this happen in real life? Real life. Real life. Listen. Do you know? Do you know why I say it was William Carey who said this? You see, because if it is me who wrote these words, of course I I put the words together. But if it is just me, like it's like it sounds like this man is so extreme. So I've brought others to say it so that. You see that I'm not the only one saying all I mean, grown-ups are saying such things. And, and you see, people are like, it's not that it's extremism. It's like Christianity in its real form. This is it. And Haiti is just one place. Look, God is catching your attention. Either he's catching your attention or he's calling you. Yes, thoughts, dreams, convictions, things that don't go away. God catches your attention. I beg you. I beg you. God was calling me to prosperity. That's why he made it so deep in my heart, my father-in-law. Even his building, he built till he died. In his 80s, he was building a school. Can you imagine? 80 people are broke receiving money from their children and grandchildren. It was 80 something he was building. I got that inspiration. Today we have more than 500 projects. Building, 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 building. Makes us more prosperous. You see, try to get 
when God is bringing your attention to God, it's a call to something. Yes. And it's part of the call to notice. Alright? So the call of God, don't joke with it. Me? Yeah, I stand. God called me. God called me. God called me. Who am I? I'd have been working at Mampribi Polyclinic this evening. I'll be there for my work. Consulting room one. Signing what? Police forms. What? Accident victims. Certifying death. Certifying you are dead. You are alive. You are dead. Accepted drip. That's it. Look at me here. In Memphis. Today I'm in Memphis. Wow. Is it amazing? It's amazing. <laughs> Is it fantastic? It's fantastic. Is it wonderful? It's wonderful. You young children are going to be for signs and wonders. Amen. Signs and wonders. Every one of you. Every one of you. Every one of you. Every one of you. Your lives will be nicer than our lives. Whatever we were not able to do, God will help you to do it. Whatever place we were not able to go, you will go. Wherever we fell short, you will not make the same mistake. And you will be blessed going and blessed coming. You remember these days and these times. You remember it. You remember. You remember. It's your life. Paul said, The life I now live, the life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. And those of us who are older, ready at 51, ready at 46, ready at 47. Yeah. Some of you, you think you will die soon, but some of you are not going to die now at all. It's like. It's like you are now, like somebody who is born today will will die at the time you will die. Yes. Somebody who is born today will die at the time, like maybe he's going to die around 50. So it's like plus you. What, what, What you are now plus that person's life. So it's like a whole life is ahead now. Yes. You know, I had an accident in 1997. When the accident happened, we somersaulted Mecca and, I mean, we almost, we almost died. I was with Bishop Kakra and some others, my sister and some others. And, um, you know, I was shaking to my bones. That's another one. Attention. Yeah, I was shaking to my... You know, near-death experiences, it has a way of affecting you. That is what made me... You see, so God got my attention that you could die. So, 
Because God has called me to a ministry that will continue whether I'm there or not. So he caught my attention to do what I have to do so that the ministry works whether I'm not there or not. So that's why you see things like I'm, no, I'm not at the Kodesh, but the Kodesh is working. I'm not doing this. We have a bishop's council. We have a chairman. We have so many things we do. It's like I don't have to be there. All those things came after that. Because he was catching my attention to the fact that the ministry is not structured in a way that goes for a long time. It's structured in a way that it depends on you. Look at America, all of you here. The church is working. I hardly come here. I hardly come. I know, so I'm visiting the Minneapolis branch. Then I'm going to the Miami church. Then from there I'm going to the New York church. Then I'm coming to Manhattan. Then I'm going it, it, it works without me coming to every day do what even the young people they are wild shepherds yes is it not true yeah. I was shaken to my call by that accident and God caught my attention he caught my attention and when I came back I look at the church. I have not written even one book. <laughs> you see, I thought I would die. But I have I've lived. All my life, my books, and all the churches, and all the things that came after, is all part of... Eh? It's, almost 20 it's almost 20 years. I'm trying to explain to you that a life lies ahead of you that you are thinking that you are old now. Receive the life. Receive the life. Receive the life. And God is going to use you in that life. That 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 whole that whole section, that whole life. God is going to use you. Yeah. And I want to tell every grown up here, don't make yourself an old person. When you see these people that are young and so on, let me tell you, you can see that even in your mind you don't you are not old. Yeah. Don't let a young person outclass you in youthfulness. Don't. Because me, my first lovers, they know that I'm stronger than them. They know. Yes. This is my second camp. I'm going to, I have four camps. There's no break. Yeah. Back to back. When I, from the aeroplane straight to the pulpit. <laughs> you are sitting there, you are tired. I'm moving on, I'm preaching. It continues. <laughs> Some of you are hoping, waiting for it to end. It's not ending for me, I'm going, I have energy. <laughs> A life once lived is irrevocable. It remains to be contemplated through all eternity. Yes. Do not let a young person outclass you in liveliness. I, I, I tell you, listen to me, I'm speaking by the Holy Spirit. Don't let any 20 year old reduce you, your, useful, your, use, your, use, your, your usefulness. Are you not in a country where old men and old ladies are running for president? Yeah. Ah, Ebe. 
69, 70 something, 81. They are all standing for president. You, 46, you have retired. Don't let any of these little children set you aside. Make, 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 make you like you are an old man or old lady. So, ah! Especially the sisters. Especially the what? The sisters. You may be bigger than the young skinny ones. But I tell you, you may be bigger, but the most dangerous animal in Africa is none other than the hippopotamus. Hippopotamus in the church must know that you are still a very dangerous animal. Give the Lord a shout! You may have changed from an antelope to a hippo. You must know that you have rather graduated into a most deadly and dangerous species. And your powers, your powers are now at another level. All sisters. All sisters who used to be impalas. Do you know impala? You see, you must go to Kenya. Uh, promise me that you are going for safari. Kenya. Yes, safari. Hot air balloon. You will be, you'll be there. You will be there. All sisters who used to be antelopes. And have turned into hippos. Your time is not over. I'll tell you a secret. Shall I tell you a secret? When grown-ups, when their wives die, at at a certain age, they rarely marry this small, small impalas. They rarely marry this impalas. They find a hippo somewhere say, hey, give me one hippopotamus. <laughs> Is it not amazing? Is it not fantastic? Is it not wonderful? young person make you retire look 
you must all go and get a film on wildlife to see a hippopotamus running. You you will fear. Yes. You will fear when they are running. God is going to use the old ones. I said, God is going to use the old ones. God is going to use the old ones. Yes. Don't let anybody retire. You may be, what's the man? Is it Sanders, the, the old man? You'll be surprised. He can easily win. How old is he? 72 with white hair. Yeah. Find the nearest hippo sister and say, Charlie, I've realized that. I've realized that you are wild. You are wild. There's one hippo here. Amen. All these young, young ones, you are ready at 20, but we who are 50, we are not retiring at 50. We are refiring. Amen. Wow. The hippos can mobilize the young ones because, because uh, Senator Sanders, his main supporters are young people. That, that old man. The people who are following him. Oh, is, is that not the case? America, is that not the case? The majority of his supporters are young people. So we, the hippo, when we charge like this, we can cut about 500 of you. So every hippo, every hippo here, instead of suppressing the younger ones, rather you should use your strength to carry them. Hippos are running. And the antelopes. And the hippos. Hey! Clap for the hippos. Clap for the hippos. And when the hippos take one step, there's an earthquake. And then when the antelopes are going. Wow. Is it fantastic? 
Is it amazing? Is it wonderful? Give a lot of shout. And you'll be surprised. 40 years from now, you are alive. He said, I didn't know that I would live so long. Ago. Billy, Graham, Billy Graham said he, he, he never thought he would live this long. That's what he always says. He thought he, thought he would die long ago, but he, said he never died. Yes, he didn't die. It may be like now that you are going to start some wild long thing. Wow. Some hippos. This is a hippo line. Hippos here. This is a hippo line. Are the hippos ready? You're Look, if you see a hippo, I saw a hippo running. It's not a small thing. So, when you go after this camp, the liveliness that is going to come to the hippos. When, when the hippos start banging, the whole house will shake. Earthquake magnitude 6.2 on the Richter scale. Grinding, hey. jumping, hippopotamus acrobatics, hippopotamus aerobics. Wow, is it amazing? 
sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Exodus chapter 5. Exodus chapter 5. Oh, now a joke. Now we are serious. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh. Thus saith the God of Israel, let my people go that they may hold a feast and serve me in the wilderness. Let my people go. Wow. That they may hold a feast unto me. Listen, the reason. Point number one, Ben, thank you, you may sit down. The reason for God saying, let my people go, giving you liberty, freedom from debts, freedom from whatever, the reason for calling you is that you be dedicated to him and serve him. And serve him where he has chosen, in the wilderness. Don't think of America. Let my people go that they may serve me in the wilderness. Read it. Exodus chapter 7. Exodus chapter 7 verse 14. Several times. Moses told Pharaoh. Let my people go. And the Lord said to Moses. Pharaoh's heart is hardened. He refuses to let the people go. Get thee unto Pharaoh in the morning. He goeth out unto the water. And thou shalt stand by the river's bank against he come. And the rod which was turned into a serpent thou shalt take to thine hand. And thou shalt say unto him, The Lord God of Hebrews has sent me unto thee. Saying, Get my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness. And behold, hitherto thou would not hear. You see, he said it in Exodus 5, Exodus 7, Exodus 8. It's a repeated word from the Lord. Exodus 8 verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, go back to Pharaoh and say to him, that says the Lord, let my people go. Let my people go that they may serve me. God wants his people to serve him. God wants his young people to serve him. God wants his old people to serve him. God wants his women to serve him. God wants his people to serve. Let my people go that they may serve me. Just let my people go that they may serve me. Amen. Exodus chapter 8 verse 8 again. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron and said, Entreat the Lord that he may take away the frogs from me. You see, you are making God's people uncomfortable and God is saying, I will make your life uncomfortable until you let my people go. Let the people go that they may do sacrifice unto the Lord. Let the people go. I want my people to sacrifice to me, not to you. Ah, why? Why? And you see that repeatedly God is saying, Exodus Chapter 8, verse 20 again. Another one. And the Lord said to Moses, Rise up early in the morning. 
messages upon messages and stand before Pharaoh. Lo, he cometh to the water and say unto him, Let my people go, that they may serve me, or else, if they will not let my people go, I will send swarms of flies upon thee and upon thy servants and upon thy people and into thy houses and into the house of thy Egyptians and shall be full of swarms of flies and also the ground whereon they are. You will not let the people go. Exodus chapter 9. Another one. All through Exodus. Then the Lord said to Moses, go, go, go back to Pharaoh. Tell him, that says the Lord of Hebrews, let my people go. Let my people go. Let my people go. I want my people to be free. God wants every doctor here to serve him. God wants every lawyer here to serve him. God wants every American citizen to serve him. God wants every Christian to serve him. God wants every worker to serve him. God wants every student. Let my people, it is, it is my greatest, God's greatest desire for his people to be servants to him. And not to man. And not to anybody. God wants you to serve him. And God wants you to be at liberty to serve him on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday. God wants he to be said that whatever you do is your service to him. Yes. And not service to your personal life or your service to man or your service for money or service to anything. Let my people go. You know, listen. You know, listen. Then Exodus chapter 9 verse 13 Over and over Over and over And the Lord said unto Moses Rise up early Early You know people sometimes listen to God early in the morning So go early And stand before Pharaoh and say unto him Thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews Let my people go That they may serve me No change in the message Sometimes when we are supposed to preach the same message we find it difficult. So we want to change it a bit. Moses has been preaching the same message, let my people go from Exodus chapter. This is about the seventh time he's having to preach exactly the identical same message that they may serve me. Let them go. They didn't mind him. Exodus 9, verse 17. As yet exaltest thou thyself against my people That thou would not let them go uh, Tomorrow about this time I will cause it to rain a very grievous hail Such as has not been in Egypt since the foundation thereof Even until now Exodus chapter 10 Another one And Moses and Aaron came into Pharaoh and said Thus says the Lord God same message. How long will thou refuse to humble thyself? Let my people go that they may serve me. Else, if thou refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring the locusts into the coast <laughs> and they shall cover the face of the earth. One cannot be able to see that they shall eat the residue of that which is escaped and that remaineth you from the hill and shall eat every tree. Still, you will not listen. Chapter 10. Every chapter. Several times per chapter. Same message. Exodus chapter 10. Now, juniors in the house are talking. 
And Pharaoh's servant said, How long shall this man be a snare to us? This Moses is preaching. Let the men go that they may serve the Lord their God. Knowest thou not yet that Egypt is destroyed? They were advising Pharaoh. Charlie, we are destroyed. Wow. Exodus chapter 10, verse 24. Pharaoh called unto Moses and said, Go ye, serve the Lord. Only let your flocks and your heads be stayed. Let your little ones also go with you. And Moses said, We shouldn't go with our flocks, our money. We should serve God without money. And Moses said, Thou must give us also sacrifices and burnt offerings that we may sacrifice unto the Lord. Our cattle also will go with us. Not a hoof shall be left behind. Moses had become confident because of the miracles that had been happening. He said, not a hoof. No compromise. For thereof we must take to serve the Lord. We don't know how we shall serve him, but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart and he would not let them go. Exodus chapter 12 verse 29 And it came to pass that at midnight the Lord smote all the firstborn in the land of Egypt from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sat on his throne to the firstborn of the captive that was in the dungeon and Pharaoh arose in the night he and all his servants and all the Egyptians and there was a great cry in Egypt they went into the bedroom and they saw the guy was dead they touched him Uh, what is it called CPR Pharaoh, we are sorry to say he's gone. Ah! Then another house. They had, ah! Another house. Ah! Another house. Ah! Screams everywhere. Ah! John is dead. Ah! Ah! Susan is dead. Ah! Let my people go. I want my people to otherwise I will kill you. I will kill you. I will kill your child. I will kill you, you see. I will kill you. You know, fathers, those of us who have power, we should be careful when somebody wants to serve God and we do some kind of maneuver and the person is not able to serve God. We do some maneuver. Husbands, people of authority, you make a kind of comment or say something and the person is not able to work for God. I'll kill you. I'll kill your child so that you let my, 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 my child go to serve me. I will kill your child so that you let my child go. I want my child to save me. Charlie, God is wild. He really wants his people to serve him. He really... The message I've been preaching all these years about serving God, it's not a small message. When I, when I preach, you think I'm just maybe Bishop is zealous. I don't know why he's so zealous. That's why I say, okay, William Carey said this. I don't know. I'm just said this. So you see that it, 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 it's the pure gospel. It's the pure gospel. Let my people go. Let them go. You make a maneuver. The child cannot serve God. And you say, make a comment. He never goes to, to work for God. He do something. 
Those girls, you go and fornicate with a boy, and the boy he loses his confidence to serve God because of you. I'll kill, I'll kill you, I'll kill your child, I'll kill your life, I'll change your whole life so that my, my child will serve. God really wants you to serve him. It's not a small thing. It's not a small thing. Let my people go. Let my people go. I will kill your child because you have kept my child from serving. I will also I will make a maneuver and you will not understand life again. You know, a child, eh? I know somebody, his, his children died. There is something about a child dying which is even different from when your spouse dies. Because like for a lot of people, the child is the reason why you are even living and working. Then it's like you can't have a child again. You don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. You can't sort of have a child again. It's quite different. different. You can't have the child again. You can't go back and have that have the child at a certain age. It's wild. Yeah. I'll kill your child. Because you wouldn't let my child work. Warning to fathers. Warning to parents. Warning to husbands. Warning to wives. You wouldn't let him preach. When he goes, he comes. always some kind of argument, discussion, aspersions. Accusations, insinuations, silence, talking, comments. If I send Ben to Haiti and his wife is some way, he can't easily go. Or I send Ernest and Ernest's wife uh, doesn't want. No, I really appreciate flowing wives. Like they, they flow. So let's go. I really appreciate flowing wives. your child. I'll kill your child. Because you've killed my child's ability to serve me. You've destroyed his life. I'll kill your, your, your spoil your life too. You'll be alive and your life will be different. You imagine your child lying there dead. Imagine it. Is that they've made your life useless. That is what it's like when you take God's servant and you make him useless. He can't work again. He can't serve. He can't preach. He can't go out. He can't come. It make him useless. Think of it. Think of a coffin. And your child lying in it. Your life will come down very low. Very low. Is it not true? Yeah. It's like a lift coming from 63 floors down. It's not a small thing. Yeah. God said, you will not let my child, I'll kill your child. That was the, that was the, when that happened, go, go with your children, go, just go, just get out of my life. Is that what you want to see before you let, because I say let my people go, who is Pharaoh? We will say, oh, the, the wealth system is feral, but sometimes it is a wife who is feral. Sometimes a husband who is feral. Sometimes it's a father who is feral. 
It's a person who is fair, who will not let my people go. One going that you go, you, you feel bad. When you go, it's like you are going against. You go to where you are, you know what you are going to do, go. You know where you are going, go. And when you come back, you come back to silence. You come back to vibrations. Negative vibrations. <laughs> Negative vibrations. What I'm saying, you don't understand the message, right? Do you understand the message or you don't really understand the message? Some people cannot even make phone calls in their house. Like they cannot call a sheep or even counsel somebody or talk to somebody. Because of negative vibrations. Is there a song like that? Negative vibrations. You can't even make a phone call in your house. Because the house is half a negative vibration towards the work of God. Why are you calling? Who are you talking to? Why are you talking to again? Who are you talking to again? Uh, always on the phone. Who, who is it? It's the same person. Is it Rosalinda? That's what is Rosalinda. Negative vibrations. When we have crusades. Uh, Pastor Kojo, he buys a ticket for his wife. Fly. Go, go and, go and sink. Go, go and do whatever they, uh, you are doing. Go. I'll cook for myself and my children. He's a good cook. He's a good cook. And I'm, 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 I'm happy to have Hallelujah. She's my first singer I'd like to have her back So we'll start singing again Yes, the God of uh, 39 chances God of 17 chances Yes, let me sing That's your, your place, that's your work yeah. Instead of giving negative vibrations How do you think that I'm supposed to eat? Are they not selling food there? Are, are, are ah! Yes. Let my people, I will kill your child. You see something. You will be quiet. After that, you won't talk again. After that, you won't talk about it again. So, play on. You go. Your child, your daughter wants to serve God and they are saying it in the house and all you are saying is quietness. You just, you just cross the leg. The person is running, you just put your leg a small leg. Just chop the small ones and the person You just put your small leg there. It's like, a, oh, when is this freaking... Have you seen them? They're so kind. 
Maybe you put your leg there and the person fell down. You don't understand it. Why are they calling me? Huh? Red card. In football. When the striker has a chance to go and score and you put your leg there and he falls, you are out. You are la- because he's the last man. He has an opportunity to score. He has an opportunity to go on the missions. And by choking him, that prevented him. It's a red card. It's a what? Red card. Chuck it like that. Everybody do it. Let's see. Chuck it small. Small one like that. I'm trying to stretch your leg like that. And then when the referee. What are you talking about? What are you talking? What are we talking about? It is you we are talking about. Let my people go. 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 You don't let my people go. I will kill your child. I will kill your child. Your life will change. Mm, mm, mm. Look, when you read the Bible, eh, you, you will not understand. Say, a certain woman's daughter was sick and she came to Jesus. A certain man's servant, a certain man's son, a certain man's daughter. You, when you don't have children, you don't understand the Bible. When you have children and if you come to the cross, you see people coming with their children. Your life is your child. I say, you will not let my child go. You've kept him like this. You've been passing your small leg there with funny little comments, choking things, and people are tripping over. And I, I want to say, I, 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 he can do what he wants to do. Small was. What did you do? You brought me. You brought him down. Wicked. 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 I received a call from God the other day I was just a young person He spoke to me and said My child, you are mine You must work And you must preach Do you know the secret of prosperity? Seek ye first the kingdom of God And all these things that people are seeking for I will give them all to you an honor for him to call you to come and serve him in the wilderness it's, it, it, it's honorific 
Blessed is the man who God chooses and says, Come near to me. Carry on. Blessed is the man whom God chooses and he causes to approach. He shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house and of thy holy temple. One thing have I desired of the Lord That one thing will I seek for That I may dwell in the house of the Lord And behold the beauty of the Lord Oh, let my people go Oh, let my people go They will serve me in the
people go. Oh, let my people go. They will serve me in the wilderness. Oh, 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 oh. let my people go. Oh, let my people go. Serve me in the Let my people go. They will serve me. Isaiah 44. Verse 1. Yet now hear, O Jacob, my servants, and Israel, whom I have chosen. Amen? Jacob, my word, verse 1. Jacob, my servants, and Israel, whom I have chosen. You see? Israel was in Egypt. This is how God sees them. Jacob, my servant. As some of you, as you are in the bank, you you are seen as like God is looking at you in the bank. (laughs) I don't know what your name. Maybe your name is John. Excuse me, your name is John. John, my servant. Look at him. Wherever you are, this is how God looks at my servant. My servant is your prisoner. <laughs> yeah. You don't fear. And you need to see yourself as what you are. Hence you are, stand up. You, you see yourself as a doctor. I'm informing you that you are God's servant. That's what you are. That's what you really are. You are not a doctor. You are God's servant. So, as you are in the hospital writing, I don't know what you do, writing things and looking after people, he's looking at you from heaven. My servant is writing things and doing whatever. You see? And when it is not for him, it's not, uh, you know, even ladies, you have, some of you have maids or house help and somebody calls from outside and gives instruction to them. Made. Hey, come, come here, go here. Say, ah, is it your servant? You are calling the house and saying, giving instructions. What do you mean? So God sees His servant, Jacob, my servant, and Israel, whom I have chosen. You are calling, giving instructions to my servant. You must be joking. <laughs> you must be what? Kojolin say my servants. Francis Banfrom, my servants. Oko Botedoku, my servant whom I have chosen. Amen. 
Niajedu, my servant. He used to mine, he used to be a miner, this one. Gold miner. He was mining gold. Somebody's servant. You've, you've been called to go underground to go and mine. A serious hole. You say that somebody is your wife and God says she's my servant. Okay, why don't you have an argument with God? Let's see whose pool is stronger. God will give you one in your chest like this. Get back. Leave my servant. You'll be out. Jacob, my servant. And Israel, whom I've chosen. Huh? Crazy? You are lost. You are lost. You are not what you think you are. This is you. Yes. Here, oh Jacob, my servant, my servant. And Pharaoh has taken them as builders of what do you call it? He's giving them extra work. How many realize that Pharaoh is in serious danger? No, 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 no. He's in serious danger. <laughs> yes. Verse 2. Verse 2. Verse 2. Thus saith the Lord that made thee and formed thee which will help thee my servants this is God's it's God how God sees you you are my servant you are my I am God's servant that's why you know, so do I write whatever for business at all? Business politics. If they want to read it and it helps them, great. I am a servant of God. My things are for the church. My examples are about church, church work, and all that. Yes. No, 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 no. I form thee. Fear not, O Jacob, my servants. And thou, Jesurun, whom I have chosen, I will help you. I will help you. I will help you. And he has helped. And he will help. He will help you. He will help you. God has helped. And he will help. God has helped. And he will help. You are his servant. You are. Stand up. You are his servants. That's your work. Yes. No matter, even you are the top of the pyramid, and we take pictures. Ah, uh, David, 
Wave, we are taking a, a picture. You have, a, a pyramid is something we have to visit in Egypt. Up there, pose, smile. You are lost in that pyramid. Pitom and Ramsey cities you are building. Jacob, my servant, I formed you for, and I, I, I even made you in a particular way to serve me. You know, when you have somebody who works for you, you they, they have to be tuned to work for you. You can't work for me unless you are tuned. Everybody who really works for me is tuned in a certain way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't easily just, I mean, walk in and start doing things. You have to be tuned to work, to be a certain way to work. Like one of the things you have to be tuned if you are working with me is speed. If, if you are not fast, you can't work with me. And by the time you, 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 you understand what I've changed, it, I brought a new thing. No, you see, two days ago I was ready at 20. It was a completely different message from what I'm preaching here. But now I'm in a completely different mode. And where I'm going is another. That one is, the theme for that one is victory in Laodicea. Which is different from here. And my last time, the theme is stir it up. Stir up the gifts of God. It's different from what we are doing here. With, with a different song. <laughs> so if you are not fast, you 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 will be you will be behind. You you will be on you will be on ready at twenty when we are we are at uh, let my people go. Are you around or you are leaving? Yeah. Verse 3. For I will pour water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground and I will pour my spirit upon thy seed and my blessing upon thine offspring. God has plans. This is what he's planning for his servant. Not the servants of Pharaoh. The self, Pharaoh's servants at a point advised himself. Can you not see what is left of Egypt? Can you not see that you should let these people go? I mean, Pharaoh's servants started to see, preach Moses' message in their church. They started to preach the same message that Moses had been preaching. Let my people go. Let go. They realized that the destruction was I mean, unparalleled. Hey! <laughs> Pharaoh's servants were soaking the podcast. Give me, give me a chair, please. I need a chair. Yes. They were soaking in the macana and started preaching the same message. Yeah. I tell you. Huh? Are you there? Shall I let you people are enjoying no? I sitting down. I'm walking about eight miles, I tell you. <laughs> it's not bad. 
Uh, put another one here so that I can also sit here. Two chairs. That's a blessing. I'm prospering. Isn't it a prosperity message? Yeah. Look. Expect waters to be poured on him that is thirsty. I want you to be thirsty for God. Then floods on the dry ground. Whatever is dry in your life is being flooded today. Then I will pour my spirit upon thy seat. Where is Asida? Come here to me. Asida, come back to me. Uh, kneel down. Kneel down here. Yes. Uh, that's your seed, Kojo. Stand up. That's your seed. He says, I will. This is what God, like God's kindness to you. God's kindness to you is that your seed. Your child, he will pour his spirit on your child and bless your child. That is that is what he has promised. How can you be a bound up servant of Pharaoh with all such powerful things coming both to you and your children? What are you doing there? It's of no use. You can't even serve God. This is his blessing for you. It's one of his rewards. This boy could have turned into something else. You haven't seen crying parents before. You haven't seen parents who... You haven't seen crying parents before. My servant. What was dry? Full of water. Every bank account represented here that is dry ground receives floods today in Jesus' name. Receive the floods in Jesus' name. God bless you, seed of Kojo. You may go back to where you came from. Wow. Verse 4. And they shall spring up. Where's Inshira? Where's Inshira? He's in the basement. He's working. Where's Paul's daughter? Maybe from, uh, what's it? Zoe. Yeah. This is God's blessing for you. Those of you who don't know things that cannot be bought in the ma- in the shops, these are not bought. Is this Zoe? You speak Spanish, isn't it? Chloe, come say something in Spanish. I love Jesus. Jesus. We must give ourselves unreservedly to the gospel. Tenemos que darnos it is worth going all out for Jesus es mejor dar todo a Jesús. Wow. Wow. stand up 
They shall spring up. Is, is this written there? They shall spring up as among the grass, as willows by the water courses, by the river of the church. They are springing up. You know what this beautiful girl could have been doing? She's a girl. Look at she has got the shapes and all the things that equipment. She's got all the equipment that are needed. But she's happy to be in church. They are jumping here, they are singing and they are jumping. Stand here. One day, a, 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 a father, a broken-hearted father, told me, "My child, my child has used all my money. Send them to school. We will not go to the school." So I will go to the verse before verse three. I said, "I will pour out water on him that is thirsty." And I will flood your dry ground. And I will pour my spirit on thy seed. He told me, I sent my son to, to school. He didn't go. When I called, how are you? I'm, I'm okay. Everything's fine. Then he'll speak. Daddy, I can't talk now. I can't talk. I'm in the library. I can't talk. He, he was not in the school. Like he, he was not, he's not in the school at all. He has to, no. It's nowhere near a school. Hey! I can't, I can't talk now. I'm in a library. You see, you people don't know things that are valuable. I, I know, you know, that's why it's a course in, in the university. Valuation. Uh, land economy to value. Just... She's happy at 20 in the church, not in the club. You don't understand the wonders. It is part of the blessing of my servant, Jacob. All of you who want your children to grow in a certain way, one of the rewards for being his servant is this. I will pour my spirit on thy seed and my blessing on thy offspring. Hello. Daddy, I'm in the library. I'm in the library. I'll call you back. I can't talk now. I can't. Look, when they went to the school to look for him, he was not in the school. So. He's registered, but he's never been to the school. He's never attended. What do you call it? Fantastic. You don't know. You sent your daughter. She's living with some a man. She's living with a grown-up with a pot belly. Oiling the pot belly. She put oil 
in the evening to oil the whole pot belly. <laughs> She's living with Mr. Soso and So. Did I tell you about Mr. Soso and So? I didn't? Oh. Run on and go and sit down. Run on and go and sit down. Verse 4. Verse 4. They shall spring up. They shall spring up. They shall spring up. They shall spring up. Stand, go down. Spring up. That's it. That's it. Man of God. It's a man of God. It's a man of God. Your seat. Your seat. You know, one day I went to Botswana for a camp. My son, I was asking for people for testimonies. Then, who would come to give me this is my, my son? And I was wondering, what is this boy going to say? He said, he went for an all night. And I think he even slept. He slept. At the all night, the church, the branch where he was in. When he woke up, he said, I don't want to do anything in this world again except to work for God. He, he said it. He said, He doesn't know what happened to him. From that moment, he didn't like anything again in the world except to work for God. Sprung up like that. Just sprung up. And that 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 was that's that's supernatural. Because that was not his aim at all. No, 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 no. God just entered his heart. God is entering the hearts of all your children. Jesus name. for your children. Touch them, Lord. All the children, Lord, touch them. They will not be homosexuals. They will not be wicked. They will be good children. In Jesus' name. Receive that blessing. You will rejoice over your child. You you will see your child in the pulpits. And you say, I cannot believe that it is my child who is in the pulpit. Wow. Wow. Look at verse 1 again. Jacob, Jacob, my servant. Jacob, you are my servant. Israel, whom I have chosen. Back to verse 5. Verse 5. 
Verse 5. One shall say, I am the Lord's. You see, this is what is going to happen. You know, people are going to identify themselves as the Lord's. Another shall call himself by the name of Jacob. You know, when I, when I became a pastor, initially I wasn't proud about it. When I come to the immigration, they ask me, what are you? I say, well, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. <laughs> I was a bit shy of being a pastor. But a time is coming. One shall say, I am the Lord. Another shall call himself by the name of Jacob. Another shall subscribe with his hand unto the Lord and surname himself by the name of Israel. Wow, what a surname! What a surname! What a surname! What a surname! It's like I need and want, I'm a servant, I'm servant, whatever. I'm shepherd this. Shepherd, so so and so. Wow. I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor. I'm a shepherd. It's my sheep. I love it when the little children introduce sheep. So, my sheep. Good Friday, they were giving some testimonies. My sheep. I told my sheep. So I told my shepherd and my sheep and my shepherd. And my, they laugh at, you know, these people who are in the world. They laugh at and say, oh, lighthouse, shepherd. Some shepherd. Some is like, <laughs> they, they are laughing at us. Look, we are very, it's our surname. We are happy, we are happy about it. It's our surname, Shepherd. <laughs> surname is an additional name. Shepherd John, Shepherd Julie, Shepherd Rose, Shepherd Rosine Linda. Linda, Linda means beautiful. Wow. You will be so. This is what you'll be proud about. I am a executive facilities manager of the director of exports, communication, international, supernatural <laughs> network. Drop all those words, and you'll be saying, "I'm a shepherd. I'm just a shepherd, man. I'm a shepherd, servant of the Lord." Is the best thing you can ever be or ever have. Hey, so people, when they tell you the work they do, you never understand it. Hmm? Hmm. Verse six. <laughs> that says the Lord. That says the Lord. The king of Israel and his redeemer. God is saying, I'm your redeemer. When you are his servant, he is your redeemer. Like, redeemer is like he has used powers, power to take you out of something. 
when you go to a shop and you buy something, it's like you've used power to take the thing out of the shop <laughs> and bring it to your house. That is mean to redeem is to buy. You are bought back from Pharaoh's house in the name of Jesus. God slaughtered all Egyptian firstborns as the price to take them out. That's the price he's paying to, to have you. Ready at 20. And I'm his redeemer. I am the first. I am the last. And beside me, there is no God. There is no God. Nobody is God. No, there is no America is not God. Green card is not God. American passport is not God. Your job is not God. There is no God beside the God that we are serving. There is no other God. No substitute. Who tell you? Come, go, come, stand up, sit down, run away, come back, hey, sweat, get up, climb up the pyramid, climb down, shout, beating you. There is no God beside our God. Ah. Is it amazing? Is it fantastic? Do it like a butterfly. It's fantastic. Is it wonderful? It's wonderful. Verse 7. And who, as I, shall call and declare it and set it in order for me since I appointed the ancient people? Since God took a people that appointed them, who can do that? And the things that are coming and shall come and let them show unto them. Verse 8. Fear ye not. Don't be afraid of Pharaoh. How will you live? Where is he from Haiti? From Haiti. Where is he? He just went out. From uh, Uganda. Where is he? Don't be afraid. From uh, Nicaragua. Don't be afraid. From America. Don't be afraid. All of you in America. Don't be afraid. Fear ye not. Don't be afraid. This is what Satan uses to trap you. Be careful. This will happen. This will happen. This will happen. That will happen. This will happen. That will happen. You are all demons. Have I not told you from that time and declared it? You are even my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. Haiti, don't be afraid. They that make a graven image are all of them vanity. They shall be ashamed. Verse 10. Who hath formed a God? Who has formed a God? Hmm? And it goes on. 
Isaiah Verse 1. We are just about to end. But you cannot miss this one. You cannot. You cannot miss it. Look at what he's saying. Now that says the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. And I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. My name, Dagger, is a name that was called in heaven. Dag. And your name, Kobe, is a name that is known in heaven. God called Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. Who, Who did God do? Hey, Zacchaeus. He almost fell out of the tree. In fact, I'm sure he was sitting at the right place. He would have died, I tell you. When he heard that his name was known. Jesus has just come into the town. Do you know my name? Mm. Mm. All through the Bible, God, God called people by their names. Adam! Where are you? Through the Bible. Jacob. Abraham. Isaac. You know, sometimes you meet people and they don't remember your name. I, sometimes I meet you, I can't remember. God, yeah, he doesn't remember. He remembers everybody's name. He knows everybody's name. Because one, 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 one. There's no general calling. There's no group calling. By name. By one, by one, by one, by one. You are an individual. Wow. Verse 2. We are ending, but you cannot miss this one. When thou passest through the waters, you are going to be passing through the Red Sea very shortly. Through exits that are being shown to you now. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. Oh, when I pass through the waters of hunger and the waters of fear, and the waters that were overwhelming me at the beginning of the ministry. Wow. I will be with thee. Through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, I've seen many fires. Fires. But you walk through the fires. It's going to kill you. But you are not dying. It's going to kill you. But you are not dying. It's going to kill you. But you are not dying. You will not die from Pharaoh's attacks in Jesus' name. 
Look, I tell you, everybody here in America, what I don't know what job you are doing, what mortgage you are doing. Consider the mortgage as a fire. Consider the death as a flood. But God is saying, when thou passes through the waters, I will be with thee. When thou passes through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Receive deliverance from fire. Receive divine escapes from the rivers. Receive divine escape from the floods of waters. Yes, it's not going to work. He's a God of 19 chances. He's a God of 17 chances. The river cannot quench your life and your ministry. Your marriage, some of your marriage is like a river. Hey, it is going over your head, but you are coming out in Jesus' name. Verse 3. It's all for Jacob, my servant. Jacob, my servant. For I am the Lord, the God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. <laughs> Look at this one. I think this will may be your happiness scripture to take home and go and hold your pillow in your bed. Uh, since thou was precious in my sight. God's precious something. You, Pharaoh, you are using him to make pyramids. Thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee, therefore will I give men for thee and people for thy life. Exchange. Whatever trouble is coming to you is bypassing you and going to somebody else. You know, I think it was 22nd of December, a couple of years ago, three, four years ago. I went to one of our, one of our sites or somewhere and I was coming home and I was just about three minutes from home, four minutes from at the traffic lights and I packed traffic lights and waiting coolly for green there were cars in front of me cars to my right and the what do you call when the road is raised the cab big like that in the middle and the other cars the middle thing median that's what you call it I weren't good so good at the time weren't clear in case there's somebody sleeping by your side, you need to um, check on the person. Ask the person, who are you? Are you Jonah? Are you in, asleep in the bellies? All right, listen, listen, listen. I 
was talking to somebody on the phone. Shh. I was, hello, hello, hello. I was talking to somebody on the phone and I was talking about something at work. Then I decided to look in my rear mirror. Then I saw a brand new tipper track. Brand new. Do you know tipper track? What they call it here? Dump track. The one that goes up. The double axle, the big one. The bucket, huge, full of stones, full of sand, coming from behind me. Top speed. Yes, there were like three cars between me and the traffic light in front. And then there was four cars here and the one on my right. Like this. And I was standing here and the median big like this. Yeah. And there were cars coming on the other side after the median on this side. Is it median? Yes. My road, this thing weren't clear. <laughs> the tipper track or the dump track was yellow, color yellow, brand new, top speed. And I was sitting there on it. the verse back since that was precious in my sight thou has been honorable and I have loved thee therefore will I give men for thee and people for thy life so as I was in the car December and this tipper truck was coming at top speed. When the tipper truck got behind me, he realized that he was going to smash me and drive over me and mash me. So he decided to swerve and climb the median. There was a man walking in the middle of the median. And the tipper, I watched it. The tipper truck went over, and the man was there. The tipper truck came over him, went over the man, and then uh, went and hit something, and then somersaulted and came and landed by me. I was in my car like this, and the tipper truck turned, fell. It, it went this way and then fell. Fell like this and the sand came on me over the car. And passed over the man. Passed over the man. Yeah. Listen. I, God exchanged me for the man. Now, 
when I saw the track, I, I couldn't look at what was happening. As soon as the track turned, the light became green. And I, I was shaking. I was holding the phone. I dropped it. I was shaking like this. And I dropped it. Some months later, I was in my office when a policeman came. One of our church members. And he said, he was the police, the policeman for that area. So he was just greeting me and he was going. That's said, are you the one in charge of this area? I said, yeah. He said, there was an accident and I gave him the exact date because I remember the exact date. 22nd December. Do you, do you remember? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was an accident like that, somersaulted, whatever. I said, did anybody die? He said, no, nobody died. I said, I saw them. The car drove over a man. And the policeman said, There was a man who came to the station and said the truck passed over him. But nothing happened to him. You are the most precious person in America to God. I'm telling you. I'm informing you who you are. Whenever there is an attack in this country, you will escape in Jesus' name. Whatever surprise there may ever be, you will be one of those who escape in the name of Jesus. And it will be said of you because thou was precious in my sight. I have loved thee and I will give men for thee and people for thy life. Receive divine covering in Jesus' name. Verse 5. Quickly. Fear not, I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east. And I will gather them from the west. Verse 6. I will say to the north, give up. And to the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from far. And my daughters from the ends of the earth. Every lost child is coming back home by the power of the Holy Ghost. You are precious to God. You are precious to God. Verse 7. For even everyone that is called by my name... For I have created him for my glory. I have formed him. You see, God is emphasizing that he made you. He made you like he's made Ida to sing for him. And when you want her to sing, what you, you want her to just work at a mobile a telephone company. And size, zip up her mouth. I have formed thee. That's why I always look at people who are musicians. We who are not good musicians are trying our best to make songs. You who have musical ears, musical gifts and others, what are you doing? God is the one who formed you. God is the one who formed you. Look at Danny Boy. Look at the music that we, every, no, everything you hear is the one making the music. Everything. There's no not from anywhere. God formed you. His servant. And that's what you are going to be. 
From now onwards, Pharaoh will not have even five minutes of your time. Verse 8. Bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf that have ears. Verse 9. I want to get to verse 10. Let all the nations be gathered. And let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show the former things? Let them bring forth their witnesses. Let them hear it and say it is true. Look at verse 10. You are my witnesses, said the Lord, and my servant. You are my servant, whom I have chosen. Whom I have chosen. You are my servant. You are my servant. You are my you are my servant. You are my servant. Ida is my servant too. She doesn't sing for she will not sing what you say. She, I, I can't I can't she's singing for me. She comes and she sings. So please, Brother Susan told me to sing. That's why I sang. Will it work? No. Can it work? No. She's, it shouldn't be clear at the time. We, can't, we, can't, we are not clear anymore. How oh, think about it? I tell you, go and sing this song. They go and sing a different song. So, this brother in America who gave me $40, he said I should sing. That's so why I've sung it. Wow! Wow! And then I said, oh, okay. I have formed thee. I have formed thee. You are precious to me. I've trained you. I formed you how you are. And I expect some things from you. You've gone to, you are singing different songs. Will it work? Cannot work. So you see, God has put certain songs, preaching this, this in your mind. He's expecting something from you. You see what I'm preaching? That's what God has given me to preach. I know there are other topics. But this is this is what God has given me. And it's blessing us. Yes. I have to sing his song. That's what we need. Yes, the song that he's giving me to sing is what I'm singing. Yes. Let my people go. Yes. Ten times over and over and over and over and over again. Put the verse back, verse ten. Yes. You are my servant whom I have chosen. That you may know and believe me and understand that I am He. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. This is the person who, who, who you are serving, not this stupid uh, uh, Pharaoh. <sighs> Let my people go. Let my people go. Let my people go. This my servant. And you see, this is what he was prophesying about Jacob, his servant. And it's Jacob, his servant, that Pharaoh has arrested in a house and made them into slaves you'll never be a slave again you will never be a slave again from today begins a gradual takeover of your time by God your master from Pharaoh's captivity the captivity is turned I said the captivity is turned the captivity is turned 
is turning. Receive a gradual handover of power, handing over 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 of power to your maker, to your creator, handing over of power to your maker, to your owner, your creator, your God, the God of Jacob, the God of Israel, Jehovah is your God. You are his servant, you are his servant, you are his servant. He formed you, he called you, he anointed you, he has chosen you, he has formed you from the womb. You are his servant, you are his chosen one. Receive it. He's taking over, he's taking over, he's rescuing you, he's rescuing you, he's turning your captivity, he's passing you through the waters, he's redeeming you, he's paying for you to be free, he's rescuing you, he's setting you free, he's bringing you out that he may bring you in, he's taking you out of captivity. You will no longer carry stones. You no longer carry rocks. You no longer do meaningless jobs. You no longer do useless jobs. You no longer work for Satan. You no longer build Satan cities. You will build the kingdom of God. You raise up the kingdom of God. You will do the will of God. You will build the house of God. You will build the church of God. God is using you. You are precious in His sight. Thank Him right now. You are precious in His sight. You are precious in His sight. Jacob my servant Isaiah 44 verse 1 Isaiah 44 verse 1 44 verse 1 Yet now hear O Jacob my servant and Israel whom I have chosen What a choice You know Women should be grateful when you are chosen because there are more women than men. You should be grateful. And you see, you should also be grateful because you can't propose. Like you can't go around proposing. Somebody has to propose to you. And then also, when somebody likes you, like there's, it's, it's almost mysterious why somebody likes you. Because sometimes you know yourself that you know there are people sometimes when you are liked, you, you can sense that the person who likes you is deceived. That's why he likes you. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. It's like and sometimes even the brothers and the sisters of the sister who is being chosen feel sorry for the person who who, who, who likes the person. Even the mother feels sorry for you sometimes. (laughs) And the pastor too can also feel sorry for you. So when you are chosen, you know one day a sister was bluffing a brother, a very good A1 brother chose her. And she was, she said, oh, she doesn't have the feeling. I called, I explained to her that, look, when somebody likes you, it's divine. You see me, I look at people that I like. I noticed that I don't just like everybody. And I've noticed that when God makes me attracted to somebody and I like somebody, it's not, it's not a natural thing. Jesus said, no one can come unless the Father draws you. So that's why I feel that you, you people, God brought you here 
supernatural. And that's why even when I was asking you for the offering this morning and all that, it, it just brought tears from God. I can see that it's not natural. It's like God is God is the one who is drawing you. Even when you come to the camp, I wonder why why have you come to the camp? Like you know what I'm going to be. I've even sent the message is let my people go. And what can I be talking about? Let my people go. Yes. I mean, I'm just, I'm just reading Let My People Go this evening. I've been having the camp, but I've just started reading it. Yeah. But it's like you are here. It, it, it's supernatural. Yes. Supernatural. Listen, look at Isaiah 44. Keep it in your heart. My Israel, Jacob, my servant. My servant. Oh, my servant. You are my servant. have chosen verse 2 that says the Lord formed thee from the womb see the one who formed you will help you has he been helping has he been helping I will help you when you go home, pray with this verse as the servant of God. Okay, take Isaiah 44. Pray with it, Lord. You are my, I'm your servant. Help me. Come, you, come. He's going to Hawaii. Pray this one. Pray. I'm your servant. You are now in full time ministry. You are taking it to World Cup. Do you know how far it is from here to Hawaii? It's about nine hours from here flying to Hawaii. Six hours in the sea. Six hours in the sea. He doesn't have any job, doesn't have anything. He's going to try hard. He's a full-time minister. What is full-time minister? I've chosen and I will help you. chosen you and I will help you. I've chosen you and I will help you. Look at it. That form thing from the womb. You see that's why I said you should listen to the the callings that you feel when you are young because the calling from the womb. It's like when you are old some thoughts don't come to you. Young people will be thinking of something. You, your mind is on safety. Your mind is on peace. Your mind is on security. Have you locked the door? The bills that are coming. So many things. Somebody's mind is on sexical things. Huh? Look at verse 3. Fantastic. I will pour water upon him that is thirsty. Flats on your dry bank accounts. Spirits upon thy seed. A blessing on thy offspring. Your children will be sending you messages. You best hi, hi, you call your daughter. Hi, baby. You say, hi, daddy. How's, how's, how's life? 
daddy life is wonderful Jacob is really treating me nice daddy I'll call you back daddy I'll call you back he's, he's just coming wow wouldn't you like to hear from your daughter like that you hear from your son hello daddy I'm on the beach with Rosalinda (laughs) what are you doing at the beach daddy you know Once listened to a camp and uh, you know Bishop was talking about some uh, what you call another some coconut tree. There's nobody on the beach. It's just the two of us. Eh? Daddy, we're having a. I'll, let me call you back, Daddy. Let me call you back. We are we are busy. We are drinking piña colada. We are drinking, but she is having coconut water and I'm having piña colada. Wow. I will pour out a blessing on your offspring your offspring you didn't give birth in vain yes and verse 4 they shall spring up among the grass that means the rest of even your children's friends will be grass but your child will spring up out of the grass among the grass as willows by the water courses. Is it amazing? Is it fantastic? Is it wonderful? Wonderful. Ah. It's Isaiah 44 verse a nice is it a nice thing? Prophecy you believe. Yeah. You believe it practically, it will happen practically. You know, I saw one sister. The child is now an atheist because the child was removed from the church. By one of the parents. The child is an atheist. Yeah, they don't, they don't believe in God. No, do church, nothing. Don't believe in God. I don't go to church. I don't believe all this. What are this? You haven't seen it. You see the alternatives. You don't know what are the possibilities. That will never happen to you. Everybody standing to your feet now. Everybody standing to your feet. Everybody standing to your feet. Spring up among the grass. Lift your hand and thank God for this blessing of being His servant. Rescued. Sandolo Makabaranda la Majimbo Sandebeka Madariandele. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you glory.
Father, thanks a million for this great opportunity. You blessed us and we are grateful. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Put your hand on your heart. You are now God's servant. You are now precious. He formed you from the womb. All through your childhood, you were called. You will be used for special things. Your life will never be ordinary. You are a special servant of the Lord. Your seed is blessed. Your offspring is blessed. Good news awaits you. In the future, you are precious in his sight. In Jesus' name. Receive it all in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Sit down. Now listen. Tomorrow morning, we are going to start with um, a meal. God told Elijah, go, he sent an angel to give him food. And he gave him some meat, food. And the Bible says, Elijah went in the strength of that meat for 40 days. The strength of that meat. Jesus said, my my flesh is meat indeed. And my blood is drink indeed. My flesh is meat. When we have the Holy Communion, you are going to go in the strength of that meat to meet Pharaoh face to face. You, you tell Pharaoh that not it's not that one cow will stay, even the hoof of the cow will, will not stay behind. In Jesus' name. So, I want you to come expecting God to heal you. He said, my flesh is meat. Meat. Indeed. And my blood is drink. The life is in the blood. The life of Christ. Whatever cannot be found in Jesus' life cannot be found in your life after tomorrow morning when we see the Holy Communion. Can you imagine arm robbers telling Jesus, hands up. No, no. It cannot happen to Jesus. And it cannot happen to you from tomorrow. He said, and Elijah went in the strength of that meat for 40 days. What type of meat? Must be an unusual meat. As we receive the Holy Communion, it's an unusual meat, supernatural. Entering your body, entering your life. Whatever is poisonous in America is neutralized by that meat in Jesus' name. Whatever is poisonous in your blood is neutralized by the blood of Jesus Christ. Whatever is demonic in this nation that you breathe, that you drink, is neutralized by the power of that drink. 
the blood of Jesus is anti-venom. It is what has been able to overcome Satan, anti-venom. It's a liquid. It fights snake bites. Whatever bite Satan has beaten you in America is neutralized by the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So tomorrow, you cannot miss the holy communion. How many are already excited by this supernatural meat? Elijah went in the strength of that meat for 40 days. Hey, what about meat can last for 40 days? Something that goes out of your stomach for four, after four hours. Meat goes out of your stomach after four hours. 40 days later, it was still working. It will be working for you. In Jesus' mighty name. Take out your last offering for today. As Ida sings for us and we are closing. Amen. What song do you want Ida to sing?